What is good, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Players Club Podcast, your source for whatever the hell we want to talk about when it comes to video games. <laughs> <laughs> it's undefined, but it's also defined if you've been here long enough. Uh, I am the host, EJ Spun61, also known as Emmett Watkins Jr., or maybe reverse that. I like to go by my name more than my tag, but in any case, you know it's me. I'm back, and I'm here today with the guest host. Everybody, welcome. Give a big round of applause to Kevin Diaz, also known as TKD123. How's it going? Greetings. How we doing? What's good? What's good? Just hanging out, chilling. Where? What state are you in? Do you I mind am, me asking? Oh yeah, no problem. Uh, I'm in Georgia, in right Georgia. in the outskirts okay. of Atlanta, actually. Right. Okay. So you, what you got that like humid heat over there? Is it? Oh, is it humid over there? It's humid, right? Very, very. Okay. It, it's it, it gets sticky very easily when it's yeah. hot outside. It, it's just not pleasant. I actually was um I, I'm working a new job recently, and it's a lot more manual labor than my last job I see. and i took the night shifts because i knew oh it's going to be hot and plus i have problems waking up at 5 30 in the morning um <laughs> as but, as it, yeah a lot of people do um but when i had to wake up all my training was done in the morning shifts anyway so i had to wake up anyway and by like 12 30 it because there's no air conditioning in the actual warehouse i work in it's just a bunch of fans so like if you're oh, not in direct no. if you're not in the fan it's like oh my god like the sun's no. not beating down on you so it's not that bad but it's just very humid it's a lot of sweating yeah okay i see i mean i mean that that fan situation does not sound great because like i mean at that point like it's still just pushing hot air it's just <laughs> at you know just at a faster rate i guess i don't know but yeah. um I'm in Phoenix, so you know we're. I'm. I. I am. I am a. I am one that knows the heat, but I would rather take dry heat. I know. I, I know it's cliche, but like I would literally rather take dry heat than humidity. So you know, it's just been like, you know, the you'll 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 get the occasional 106, 10. You know, like if it's Ooh. like one, for me, I'm cool until we get above like 106. If we get above 106 and we're like 108, 110, 112, 113, that's when it gets hot, hot. You know, yeah. But <laughs> if it's like 106 and under, I can, I can, I can figure it out. 106 and park, what? <laughs> 106. Great reference that? there. I was <laughs> yes, literally that. like, oh yeah, remember that show in my head as you said that. Ah, uh, classic, oh, boy. classic. But, yeah. but pleasure to have me on. Wait, pleasure. Thank you for having me on. Excuse me. What the hell? <laughs> I'm like, I'm like thanking myself for being here. What the hell? Thank you for having me on, good yeah. sir. The Players Club. You know what I'm saying? Um, I am a PlayStation, a PlayStation centric content creator for a PlayStation Source. Um, I also host Unlocking Kingdom Hearts with uh, with Alexa Ray Korea, um, Cameron Hawkins, and Jonathan Dornbush as well. So we do that, and we're going through every Kingdom Hearts game for the 20th anniversary of Kingdom Hearts. So that's cool. One hell and, of a um, taking. <laughs> no, it's yeah, it's yeah, it's a yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. And 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 last year I did Metal Gear Solid, right? And that I was streaming all of that. Oh, so boy. that was even worse. So like this time, like I almost streamed all of Kingdom Hearts, but I'm like, I don't think I wanted to, I wanted to do that to myself. Like that's <laughs> that's that's gonna be a lot in itself. So um we're playing offline. We're on um three fifty-eight over two days. Have you played oh, Kingdom wow. Hearts ever? I have never it's it's one of those mm. franchises where mm. I grew up a little bit with Disney, so I'm always flirting with it. But I never had any Final Fantasy juice, so I'm just like, yeah, I'm good. But the older I get, the more I'm like, yeah, maybe. I would highly recommend Final Fantasy VII. I would <laughs> recommend that. But um, mm -hmm. this is this is my first time playing through Kingdom Hearts, so um, so far so good. So far so good. We've had <laughs> we've had more good games than bad games so far. 
you know so we're <laughs> so we're so we're doing okay right now but yep that's uh oh also i do some stuff on of course joy clicks um youtube.com says joy clicks i'm the co-host of the joy clicks games cast over there as well and yeah i'm uh i'm all around doing stuff you know man you got a spoon in a bunch of different pots okay <laughs> i do i have to keep it booked and busy you know hey. I, like, I like my life booked and busy I respect the hell out of that. You got more hustle yes, than me. Because let me <laughs> tell you when, you, when you're talking about doing all the Metal Gear games in a year, I totally thought I was going to do that with, because uh, Ratchet and Clank, one of my favorite franchises, leading up the Rift Apart, I was like, I never played the original three. So let me go ahead and play the original three and then finally beat Deadlocked. And then I got through like the first two <laughs> and then just left out from there. Um, you missed the best one. The third one's the I best know. one. The third one's Everyone, fire. Everyone says the third one. Actually, I was going to do uh, Secret Agent Clink as well, and I actually bought it on PS2 so I could stream it, um, and I just never got around to it. Maybe one of these days, I still have all the stuff together, but um, this new job, one of the benefits of it is that I know my entire schedule out to like three months ahead. So That's great. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Me, my my job, I've been there for a long time, so like the, the, the manager understands that like, hey, uh, you know, serving at the country club is not my calling right <laughs> so they they allow me to you know work on friday through monday so i have tuesday wednesday thursday completely off of work so i can focus on this stuff and like be off on the days where the industry moves and everything so that's been super super helpful for sure shout out to them but yeah oh yeah yeah i'm trying to get to like you my boy um <laughs> but try. yeah i try yeah, hopefully now that uh, the schedule is a little bit more solid, we can, you know, schedule some streams. Maybe I'll come back into that. But anyway, speaking of streaming, uh, topic of the show this week is at least partially related to streaming. Um, you've probably already seen the title, seen the headline, seen the thumbnail. Uh, we're going to be talking about the new PlayStation Plus finally, um, which I feel bad that it took us this long to get around to it. Because let me tell you, I've been milking this PlayStation Plus thing for content for like the last four months. <laughs> As a buy, as a buy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I've been every time something gets leaked about it, gets announced about it. I'm like, ooh, let's have a whole topic about it. Uh, so now that it's here, we waited a good what three weeks to talk about it because it came out the same week as uh Summer Games Fest, and we talked about that. Then we talked about all the indie directs. Then we talked about all the demo events, and now we're here. So that's what we're gonna get into. And then of course later on we'll be talking about the uh, games that we've been up to. Uh, in the last week or so. So without too much further ado, let's go ahead and kick it off. Let's go ahead and talk about this PlayStation Plus subscription service. So uh, right at the top, let's, hmm, we'll save our thoughts for the subscription service in general for the end of the convo, but I really want to kick off with this. If you've been playing much of anything in the catalog, ha what have you been getting up to in the catalog? Like, what have you been playing? What have you been trying out? All that. Actually, I actually haven't necessarily played anything on there. I know that, that sounds blasphemous, right? But um, it's also fair, like considering the catalog, which we'll talk about in a second. Yeah, like overall, right? Like I think I think a lot of this catalog is just stuff that I've already played before, right? Like. Mm -hmm. especially this first part and it's not like the majority i play because there's a lot of ps4 games on there that i just have never gotten around to right so there are things that will eventually i will play for sure um and things that i'll go back to that i already have before right like i definitely want to play infamous again run through that whole series um but you know that's going to be streaming as well so that's also another uh dent in the new plays and plus i feel like but um yeah i mean honestly i haven't really gotten to anything 
too crazy with it. I did try a little bit of Re Re Resistance 3 because that's going to be a streaming title, and I wanted to see the differences from PS Now versus whatever they updated on the back end to this new service for streaming games. Because um, mm -hmm. I was a I was a PS Now subscriber for like two years, I think, for yeah. for a while, yeah, for a while, and I used it a lot. Like I played through all of the God of War. I played through uh, Red Dead One streaming oh, wow. exclusively yeah yeah so so i've i've definitely had like a lot of time in there um so i am not feeling like a like i do feel that it's improved on this mm -hmm. service but i'm not i just don't feel like that i've had enough time to really delve in and make a make a real like opinion on that um but i've just been you know mainly my focus on looking at the service is i've just been really paying attention to how they update and how they grow the service, which is definitely like where I am focusing on right now, you know, yeah. um, in terms of being like a, a, a consumer of this service per se, you know what I'm saying? Um, but what have, what have you been getting into? Like, have you played anything on this? I've played not a lot of things, but definitely a handful. Um, I don't know. I was, I'm realizing this now in retrospect, but like, people have heard the podcast but people have been keeping up with the episodes there was like a solid like two or three weeks where all i was playing was like mobile games so like i would come in for the what you're playing segment it's like oh i've been playing apex mobile again um but yeah i've been just away from like full scale quote-unquote games so i really came back hard the week that this uh playstation plus came out and also steam next fest really did a number on me too i've been playing a lot of stuff from there a lot of steam in general which we'll talk about um, but for PlayStation Plus specifically, uh, I talked about it last week. Uh, Sundered Eldridge Edition is one of the first games I picked up on PlayStation Plus. Um, I actually, this is one of, you, you can probably throw a rock and hit an indie game that I've bought in the itch bundle that I haven't touched yet. Um, but this is one <laughs> of them. Um, and it, it always looked nice. It has like a nice little hand-drawn art style. It's a 2D Metroidvania title. Uh, but it just looked fun, has four-player co-op, and I picked it up, and it is really sticking with me. Um, now, I'll keep it real. I, haven't, I talked about it, I think, two weeks ago on the podcast. Haven't picked it up since then, but I still plan to. It is a good game. It is a fun game, um, and it's on PlayStation Plus, so I've been getting up to that. I've been getting up to... I played like a little under an hour of Ashen. I don't know if you remember that one from back in the day. Ashen. Let me see. Let me... It's let me. the... I've... I've definitely have heard of that yeah the souls like game kind of like a, a nice art style but it kind of has like a like none of the characters have faces type vibe oh like, i see oh i do i do remember this yeah yeah I do. yeah yeah I, do. I remember i think it was exclusive to xbox for a while and it was on game pass for the longest but uh now they're double dipping getting that check from playstation and uh yeah it's on the catalog i played it for like just a minute or two like i said under an hour uh i was really interested in it just because i i have this thing where i've never played a from software game but i'm neither fam Me oh neither. god <laughs> thank god i'm in good company <laughs> yes sir yes sir we exist we out here we out here oh yeah do you also get berated by your friends to play one of them not necessarily berated mm. it's a lot mm. it's a lot like when i flirt with uh uh the persona community where mm. like mm. i played a good i could probably look it up right now i played a couple hours of persona 5 
just a lot of people talked about it. I picked it up on a whim and I was like, oh, this is good. I got like 10 hours into it and then I just haven't gone back because slightly intimidated, but other stuff to play. Same um, story with Persona 4 for me. Mm -hmm. Same exact story. Same uh, yeah so so you relate on that front so whenever i talk about a souls game like i bought uh dark souls remastered because i saw noah called world one of my favorite video essays out there uh he made a video on the entire series so i said you know what from what he's saying i might like dark souls one so i bought that i intend to stream it but i just haven't gotten around to it and whenever you talk whenever you invoke the name of souls anything or just from software anything People come out the woodwork, and I get nervous. <laughs> yes, sir. It's, it's 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 very intimidating. It's very intimidating. It, yes, yes sir. exactly. So, like, but I I am coming to terms with the fact that I do like that general framework of a From Software game. Like, I played The Surge two like two or three years back. Love that game. That hit my top one hundred. Um. So yeah, I love that game. So I thought Ashen might be hitting a similar vibe. Not quite hitting that similar vibe, but it is on there. I think there is. I think it's a good game. It's just one of those games that's great, but not for me. Um, right, right. I was I was playing the the bad games too. Uh, I played. We love it. Oh yeah, that's like people know. That's like my niche. I I like if it's mediocre, let me try it. Um, played some B Simulator. <laughs> if you ever heard of that one? Beat, wait, Beat or B? B like Buzz. Oh. <laughs> uh, that exists hold on yo hold oh me, yeah me, it exists let me, let, me, let me look at this hold okay on. i want you to just okay look up the box art only and i want you to tell me what you think this game is from just the box art yo i thought they'd be like i thought they would be at least um have some sort of like art style like i didn't know they were going for like a realistic wait is this oh i don't know about this bro <laughs> i like the colors i like the colors oh i, I don't know if i can play that Okay. Are you looking at gameplay or you just looked at the box art? So I just searched uh, it on PlayStation and I'm looking at the uh, uh, key art and stuff like that and the different screenshots. I can look up a trailer. Here, I'm going to nah, play the trailer. You, the you don't have to look up a trailer. I was just wondering like how much context did you have for this? <laughs> because like for, for folks, I don't know if I've talked about this game on the show yet or not, um, but it is like because when you hear bee simulator you're thinking all right i'm thinking goat simulator wacky physics but you're a bee this time gonna be silly maybe vaguely low effort vibes no this thing has a lot of effort there's like animated cutscenes with like a different like painterly art style there's voice acting for all the characters there's a whole you get a quest log after the tutorial to like track your quests it's like i'm not gonna say oh, open shit. world it's okay. like open open park environment where you can fly around at will and collect pollen from different there's like different rarities of flowers to collect pollen from. It's like interesting. It's, it's impressively involved. Um, but the thing that broke it for me was oh, I could do all that stuff, you know, all day. I could beat a game if it was literally just that. Then I got into combat and it was a rhythm game. <laughs> really yeah it was a qte it was just hit hit these three buttons at the right time and then you win the combat and i'm like all right oh, well. okay yeah that's that's yeah that's yeah does not sound great at yeah. least combat wise combat wise but like the premise of how they double down like yo like you are a b and you're doing mm -hmm. b tasks like uh and not, what was that? not only are you a b you're like a b in a realistic art style and the voice acting does not match the art style <laughs> interesting 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 Very weird because i thought yeah. I thought they were going for like a B movie type art style. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
I was expecting that too. But yeah. when you, when the dialogue <laughs> feels like the dialogue feels early DreamWorks or something like that. But the visuals are just like like these are just actual bees with like all their feet and their antennas and whatever in detail. It's like it's not gross. It's just like off-putting compared to the story. Like this is like a children's story, but these visuals a, a child wouldn't be excited about. <laughs> for me, I'm a sucker for colors. So it looks like this game has a lot of colors in it. Big fan. Big fan yeah. of colorful games. Big fan. I, I'll tell you that it does have quite a bit of colors. That is for sure. But um, love it. I, I don't think I'm going to be coming back to it, but I'm glad I tried it out just to see what the hell it was. <laughs> does it have a platinum? Uh, you know what? I bet it does. I'm going to check right now. It does indeed have a platinum. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Get that plot. Yes. Sir. Oh, boy. And I, I'm not sure how easy <laughs> or hard it is, but if you're out there with the B simulator platinum, my respect goes to you. <laughs> <laughs> maybe also my pity but we'll find it out later um anywho yeah play b simulator uh another game that i'm not going to talk about too much on here because i did bring it up on a previous episode ballad wonderworld uh interesting things about that game please oh. break it down break it down <laughs> break it down interesting is the word i would use mm, um mm. It ha- I'll, I'll say this just to sum it up from what i said last time it has a really interesting vibe like the vibe of it is like kids wb super excitable animated cartoon it just it just has like a set of vibe of whimsy and just like excitedness about itself that is kind of like alluring it makes me want to play it but the gameplay is bad <laughs> like <laughs> like they they thought of a cool concept where you put on you collect these different costumes in the level and then each costume gives you a different ability but as a platformer it is mind numbingly basic like there is like, yes, I'm jumping, but like sometimes you're not jumping because the costume doesn't have the ability to jump. So sometimes you'll just do a tornado sweep and then you have to switch to another costume that actually lets you jump. It's just really stupid <laughs> right? in the way it was just the gameplay, just gameplay wise in the way it was designed, not compelling. Now, they do have a chow garden type of thing that I was really into um, where you collect all these gems throughout every level, then you come back to your main hub, you can throw the gems on top of a bunch of flowers, little chow will eat them, they get bigger, they spawn more chow, and then you keep unlocking more, like, this big elaborate, like, I guess, play place or, like, jungle gem for your chow to hang out in, and they just, like, go in it and just, like, get fed through the tube. It's, it's weird. It reminds me a lot of, um, this is gonna be the most obscure reference I could possibly make, because it's not even to a movie or anything. At Universal Studios in Orlando. <laughs> oh shit! We're going across a, the country, baby. Yeah, <laughs> we're we're taking it there. Yes, it was, sir. There was a Curious George ball pit that just had a bunch of like random like suction tubes for all the balls to like go in. It was like a water park slash like foam ball pit, and you can just like get get on turrets and throw a bunch of balls in and shoot people from down there. Um, it reminds me a lot of that, <laughs> but in a chill way. Um, Interesting. I, yeah, it's it's very strange, but it's it's endearing. Uh, Battle in Wonderworld. I once again, I do not enjoy playing it, but I like its vibe so much. I kept it installed. I might come back to it. Um, so yeah, that's just you know we'll see about that one. Um, but I've also dabbled. I dabbled a little bit in Siphon Filter. Um, I I really want to try that. Actually, I do. I do. I do want to. Yeah. God bless you if you if you try and get through it. God bless you because these controls. Oh no. <laughs> no. Send imagine so, imagine so. tank controls, but okay. even imagine tank controls, but it's not a tank, it's a race car. <laughs> it, That's uh, how huh. it feels. 
because you were moving so fast because at least in resident evil when you're like running and everything it's like like when you hold down the button run like think resident evil 4 you hold down the button run at least you feel like you have control of the running speed and when you let go of the run button you can just step single steps in individual directions in siphon filter you're running all the time (laughs) yeah okay that's really annoying yeah so like there's no like walking pace like it's just it's just yeah it's it's black or white one zero runner runner stop yeah you move the stick you're running um now you you can crouch walk but crouching is all you have to hold crouch in order to crouch so that's a little bit unwieldy the good news is you can remap almost all of the buttons so if, if you don't like how it plays you can be a little bit flexible with it but certain actions like weapon switching you can't switch that off because it's the select button for some reason a select um, button yeah oh, God. oh God. <laughs> it, it is strange because they can't you they can't say okay movement on the sticks and then you know change your weapons with the d-pad because back then most people didn't have sticks right yeah oh right right ps1 right right exactly so the d-pad was already occupied with movement so Damn. yeah it was it was rough trying to play Siphon Filter. I was excited for Siphon Filter too because I was like, oh, it has trophies. It's a shooter, so I can probably get through it somewhat easily. And yes, there is a lock-on. It does play a little bit like the PSP games from back in the day, mm-hmm. but that lock-on, that lock-on helps when there's enemies, but God forbid you want to like just run around. Running around is very unwieldy. So 12 and I, a half hour, how long the beat, huh? Okay. Yeah, okay. it's that's not it, horrible. It's not horrible, but with those controls, it might feel like a 30-hour that's, game. <laughs> that's the thing. Yeah, yeah. With those controls, like, uh, you know, it, yeah. might, it might feel like 20. It might feel like <laughs> Definitely. 20. <laughs> Definitely. So, There was yeah. the, the, mm-hmm. the, I forgot if, like, this was something where it was rated or, or something like that, but um, Resistance Retribution was talking yeah. about the Beyond This, and I'm waiting for that. I loved that game as a kid on my PSP go, bro. I was killing it. Let me that was right my now. that is that is that good, good, right? There. I, I need that on premium as soon as possible. Look, I am excited for that too. That did get rated, and I expect that to come within the next probably month or two. I need but that. the yeah. problem is because I actually did play Super Stardust Portable, another PSP game that got added to premium. Um, mm-hmm. literally, my experience with it was booted it up. Realize you couldn't remap the face buttons to the right stick for aiming and then closed it. <laughs> and no. like, here's the thing. It still plays fine. Like if you want to get used to the D-pad, you can or not the D-pad, the uh, face buttons, because, you know, PSP had one stick. So a twin stick shooter like Super Stardust HD or Super Stardust Portable, that right stick is now X circle triangle square. <laughs> and it can be a little bit unwieldy. And so when we talk about uh, retribution coming, I have not no hope, but less hope that they're going to give you the option to map that stick. Because if they didn't have it for Super Stardust, playing a third person shooter with the face yeah, button. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's not not ideal. Okay. I did not know that. Okay. Yeah. It's okay. it's it's disappointing. Because okay. the thing is on Vita, if you play a PSP game there, you can remap the buttons yeah. to the right stick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I thought, okay, let's just do the same thing. Apparently they didn't. They don't. <laughs> so, Damn. Damn. yeah, we'll see. They could very well update their emulator at some point. So I'll hold out a little bit of hope, but 
this is PlayStation we're talking about. They didn't even care about these games to begin with like two years ago. So legit Jim Ryan's quote. If you remember yeah. that, it's like, <laughs> like that. Gamers don't care about old games. It's like, well, <laughs> but hey, you you know what? Nobody else believed that they would bring NTSC to the yeah. library. And and, and 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 look at that. And not only that, right? They also are adding it as options for the other territories. So you know, maybe maybe we're uh, you know, hopefully we can keep this momentum going with like PlayStation, you know, not doing the not not doing the bare minimum, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And uh and uh, keep it going, hopefully. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. I just yeah, want we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> I just want if you're gonna charge me to play these games, let it be a better experience than being able to emulate them. That's all I'm asking. Mm, <laughs> or okay. at least be comparable. <laughs> like yeah. that's my thing. If if it's gonna be the exact same PSP game from 2006 on original hardware then why am I bothering when I can get a, a more updated version elsewhere? That's all. I'm right. Saying, so. Right. So, yeah. yeah. So, right. yeah, just to run through some more of these, because like I said, I've, I've dabbled in a lot. Um, I dabbled a little bit in the crew too. dabbled a little bit in outcast second contact. Uh, you don't have to play that game. Um, <laughs> game's not great. It's so it's old to a point where I can't even find joy in it. Um, I've been playing Redeemer Enhanced Edition. I actually bought that right before the new PlayStation Plus came out. And then sure enough, it pops up with the it's in plus now thing. So I'm like, oh, well, great. Um, but yeah, that game's good. Played a little bit of Serious Sam collection. Uh, it's Serious Sam. It's fine. Uh, and then the last ones, what else did I have on here? Played a little bit of Ember. Actually, no, I didn't play much of Ember. I'm, I'm not going to talk about that. I booted up for five minutes and then it just didn't work out for me. But Blasphemous, I played a little bit of. That game is good as well. And Shadow Warrior 3, I came back to recently because I'm going to get that platinum before it leaves the service in July, July 5th. Um, yes, sir. Yes. So, yeah, I've been playing a lot of stuff. I, I, I'll i say you actually have a little bit of uh, you have the edge on me a little bit when it comes to streaming, because I did stream like people know I've streamed. Uh, what is that game? I've streamed a lot of wet the shooter from Bethesda from a long time ago with Eliza Dushku in it. Um, and I streamed. God, what's the game? The Nolan North uh, Tesla jetpack game, Dark Void. Add to oh, it. right, yeah, yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. I played literally all of Dark Void. I played through streaming. So, um, but I did all of that back when the service was still considered PlayStation. Now, mm. I haven't streamed anything since the revamp. So, um, your impressions are kind of filling in that gap there. Uh, seems like it's not too much evolved. Too much has changed. Yeah, like it does feel different right like and and i really like the the way they've laid out the ui it just feels a lot more clean right because you know how like on um playstation now you were essentially booting up like a ps3 os to a degree right yeah um here it's not quite like that like they had made some tweaks to it visually and then and it does seem to run a little bit better right but i just i just don't want to say it definitively does because i just haven't like spent a ton of time in it like i would i would like to be a full game off of streaming to truly really get a a good gauge of that and then um also for those listening you know i am hardwired in i've 100 up 100 down so you know your mileage will vary depending on your internet right um so yeah. but at least at least for me ps now i could definitely play through games was it ideal not necessarily would i have preferred it downloaded absolutely i think everyone would uh, on pretty much all cases but um for me it was, for me streaming's always been playable for me personally on my internet so um 
yeah, it 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 seems to run a little bit better than now, but can't really fully say that for sure. But we'll see, yeah. we'll see, we'll see. Yeah, I feel that. I I'm I'm actually in the same boat. I'm hardwired in with pretty much all my consoles here. I got hardwired in just because you know you never know what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, as far as the streaming goes, like looking through the PS3 collection, um, if I because rec- here's the thing, a lot of these PS3 games are games you can play elsewhere in a better in a better resolution, better frame rate or whatever. Like look at Batman Arkham Origins. If you have a decent PC, you can run that pretty well now. Um what Resident Evil 4 HD. It's not so HD nowadays. <laughs> it's 60 frames if you play it on PS4. Is it um, is it HD like mm-hmm. 720 or HD like 1080 like for real for real? I'm pretty sure it's HD like 720. Actually no, I'm going to say it's probably know. HD here's the thing it actually doesn't matter because if it is in 1080p all of the playstation 3 streaming is in 720 anyway so it wouldn't matter either way um which is sad to say but it runs at 30 frames and i really do think the 60 frames per second doesn't really help resident evil it's not like a twitch game like that but it feels nicer um but yeah there's a lot of games on here like devil may cry collection is on ps3 streaming but it's already out on ps4 so do you really need that same thing for resident evil 5 gold edition uh injustice yeah uh, that's what uh mm-hmm. i was about to bring up injustice that has a ps4 port right i think yeah. it does yeah yeah it does yeah. yeah yeah a lot of these do now there are a couple that i'm like all right this is the reason you would well actually it, it depends because if you're listening to this podcast and all you have is a playstation 4 or 5 then some of these games are going to be interesting to you. Like, I think it might be worth going back to Castlevania Lords of Shadow or uh, what's another obscure, like Split Second. That's another good one, another classic. Mm -hmm. Um, There's some good games in here that I would say are worth going back to. But if you have an Xbox, you can play Split Second natively (laughs) on there. Um, Same thing for Castlevania Lords of Shadow 1 and 2. You can play natively on Xbox because of all their backwards compatibility stuff. So... It, it's it's one of those things where if you have an Xbox or if even if you have a PC that can go back and play these games, that's obviously going to be the better place. But if all you have is a PS4 or PS5, then yeah, this is a decent place to go back and play Lost Planet 3 if you really want to. Or better yet, I would actually recommend the Darkness 2 over Lost Planet 3. <laughs> the Darkness 2 is actually pretty good. Or GeForce, a video game. You know what I'm saying? You know what? That banger. Dude. You know what I'm saying? What's I actually- up? I actually let's, played GeForce the video game recently. <laughs> let's let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. What's <laughs> up, people? <talk. laughs> it's so weird. It's so, it's it's weird that that game is good. To be honest, I've actually never played it. I was like half joking, but like, is it is it like actually good? Is it is it? It's solid. Competent? Okay, solid. It's, okay, it's not like this, solid. It's not like this crazy like oh my god game of the year, but it is like it's a 3D platformer with like action shooting and everything, and the combat feels pretty good. Like just the platforming feels pretty good. Feels like a solid like eight out of ten, but it's attached to a movie that literally no one remembers. (laughs) Like oh, do you see the Disney hamster movie where they're all spies? No, no one saw that. I think I did. I wait, you, wait, what? I swear I do remember this movie. I swear I do. I I, I I I think I saw it. I think I saw it on like Disney Channel, right? Like when they were that sounds I think fair. they played that one time. Yeah. I'm like I'm 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 I can't remember any of the plot, so I you know, it is what it is. I'm <laughs> yeah. sure it was phenomenal. I don't know. But yeah. <laughs> but 
<laughs> out of the PS3 library, like there's there's definitely some gems, but like overall, like there's there's a lot of like you know questionable things in there for sure, right? Um, like there's um, Fallout Three, New Vegas, Oblivion on there as well, you know. Uh, Resistance Three, which is odd because that's how it was on PS. Now there is no Resistance One or Two on there. Very odd that they don't have that. So upset about that. Don't know why. Unfortunately, they have all of the infamous games. I say unfortunately because I wish there was a collection that would be on PS4 or PS5. Ah. Please, please. That should stop them, though. To be honest. Please, man. Come on, dog. <laughs> infamous deserves better, man. Come on. You know that what I'm is saying? for damn sure. But yeah, there's there's definitely some gems on the PS3 collection, and like like I do want to see how it evolves, right? And like what PS3 games get added over time and everything. Um, but you know, it's not like the best day one collection, but I think it's pretty solid. Like I think there's definitely ob- objectively like good games here to to see and try out for sure. One yeah. that puzzled me, I didn't realize that Jetpack Joyride got a PS3. It oh iteration. <laughs> Yeah, Whoa, it's here. came out everywhere. It it's Jetpack Joyride Deluxe, straight up. Yeah, I want to say I played that back in the day. Um, I'm actually gonna. Oh my god, up. there's a there's a PS4 version too for three dollars. Oh, shit. I played it a lot on Vita back in the day as well. Like it was on Vita. A, it was on Vita, and I played. Bro, it how how I not know that? I only played it on my iPod Touch back in the day. But <laughs> yo, it was on Vita. Think, Hold up. I think most people played it on like their you know phone back in the day but yeah when it came to jetpack joyride i played because that was a uh, fire what was, was that developed half brick i think is yeah. the name they used to be known as um are they big it says big ant studios all over the ps4 release maybe that is the people who ported it but half brick studios is also here from 2014 um yeah man they used to make a lot of games i i used to play that uh age of zombies little psp mini as well like they made some good games and yeah. jetpack joyride was probably their first big massive hit and it was fun as hell <laughs> i'll tell Definitely. you that now Definitely. what i, I mm-hmm. what oh, i was just gonna say what i recommend playing it on the ps3 streaming service probably not you can play that a million places but yeah still a good game yeah i'm seeing another vita game here on the ps3 collection forgot that this was also on ps3 velocity ultra i played that on vita that oh, that game is wow. fire that game is i mean one if you have a vita play it on vita please like come on Put play it on the platform that's that's intended, of course. You know what I'm saying? Our our precious Vita. But <laughs> if you can't, Velocity Ultra's on there. And one last thing, I gotta get off my chest, right? Please. I'm quite hurt that the Vita did not get some representation here in this uh new PS Plus man. Like they oh, yeah. like do you know how much it hurt to them to say, yeah, we have PS1, PS2, PS3, PSP. PS4 and PS5. I'm like, hold on. <laughs> Wait. You what are we one, doing? Man. Yeah, you truly hate to see it. And like, I know, yeah, you know, those games had touchscreen support. So how are they going to do that? But like, yo, there was a PlayStation TV. They did it before. They figured some of those games out, you know, to make them playable on controller, you know. So you really hate to see it. Yeah. Hate yeah. To see it, so. I felt something similar when this first got announced. I was like, no Vita, you know, games being brought forward. Then I thought about it. And yes, the touchscreen stuff is one thing. But also, like, PlayStation already doesn't want to do any work to bring these games over. They don't want to remount the (laughs) stick on PSP. So, like, so by that point, you can already assume they're not going to, you know, change Uncharted Golden Abyss so you don't have to hold it up to the light through the fire. Fire. So yeah, exactly. So they're not going to do any of that stuff. So you're like, all right. So what's left? 
And really, the only things left on on Vita, at least, are a bunch of indie games that you can play 15 other places now. Like, I'll tell you right now, you actually caught me in a rare moment because for as much Uh as I love the Vita and talk about it, I don't play it that often. But I, I was just sitting here for the last hour or so just playing it. And I was playing Iconoclast. I can literally nice. play. It, yeah, great game. I can play that on my phone right now. <laughs> like huh. I ha- I have it through, uh, what is it? The little Google Play thing. Um, it showed up on the home screen one day and I was like, oh, really? I can just play that. You know what? Let me go back to Vita and see what's up with it. Um, so yeah, all, all these games are available either on mobile, on Switch, on PS4, Steam, all these places. And half of these games I own already. So yeah, for the Vita library, I, I feel like you're not going to see too much of that brought forward because it's more work than Sony wants to do for the games that would matter and for the games that wouldn't matter that are the low hanging fruit to put on here. It's like, well, what's the point at this point? Um, especially since they're not adding trophies, I bet. Um, or even bringing over the trophy. I don't know how that would work. Um, since that did have trophies in the original release, but yeah, uh, as far as this PS3 catalog, what I would tell people is, the main thing that you are looking for from this PS3 catalog, if there are like weird games, like if you're ever one of those people, I'm kind of like this, where sometimes I'll see a trailer for a game or I'll just see like a box art or something and I'll be like 10 years old and I'll be like, huh, I wonder what that's about. And you've never played the game. And then uh, two decades later, you're like, oh, it's on this streaming service. This is what this is perfect for. Like, there are a bunch of games on here like where is it where is it i just had it alien rage like that game i'll tell you right now i played alien rage it's not great you don't need to play it um but it has an interesting box art and then i remember seeing gameplay of it and i was like oh this looks cool let me go ahead and try it and i tried it through this ps3 streaming and it's janky as fuck but <laughs> it's it, it's something where i got to try it and i got to find out for myself so you know it's going to be great for that. There's a lot of like people might have heard of Eat Lead, the return of Matt Hazard. Um, if you're really that curious about it, you can play it here. One that I forgot was on the service that I just scrolled past, Yaiba Ninja Gaiden Z. I'm going to try that out. <laughs> just because I, I've always been interested in the Ninja Gaiden series and I've been playing the Sigma remasters. Um, okay. Yeah, I mean, I've here's the thing. I've never been like a massive fan of Ninja Gaiden, but I've always looked at it and been like, that's probably fun. And now I'm finally getting into it. And now I'm kind of interested in Yai, but now that I'm getting into the rest of the series. So, you know, stuff like that. That's really what this is good for. You got your lingering shadows here. And you got like a couple hundred games on here that you can just, or I don't know if a couple hundred's right. No, probably... it is, it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, okay. it They just passed over, eight, over eight, eight, 800, like, a week and a half ago, something like that. I saw on uh, Push Square. There's like 802 games, as far as I'm aware. Last time I checked. So yeah, it's a, definitely a good amount. Definitely a good amount. A lot of variety for sure. Yeah, um, yeah. That's, some good that's stuff. a good point. They got a lot of good stuff on here, or they got a lot of interesting stuff. I'm not gonna say good, but a lot of interesting stuff is on here. I will say though, they did remove a handful of things when they did do the revamp. Uh, I know, like a lot of the old the Metal uh, Gears. Yeah, a lot of the old yeah. Metal Gear Solid games got removed, and even like Sony specific stuff. Like you can't play the the God of War Origins collections, the two PSP games. Those are no longer. Yeah. On the oh, streaming. that's right. That's right. I I was looking at the because I'm on the full list, just like going down lists, just like up and down. And I went to God of War, and yeah, they 
I was like, where are the PSP versions? I mean, not yeah. not not PC versions. Excuse me, no, like um, the PS3 ports of the PSP version. Yeah, Ghost of Sparta and Chains of Olympus. Yeah, yep. yeah, those are the ones. They're yeah. right there. They're that right was there. one of the Hate first things it. I saw, and I was like, wow, that's kind of crazy that they did that. But um, so I mm-hmm. low key walk me here, right? What if what if what if there's a method to this, right? What if there's a reason that is why they aren't here and they want to put it on the service eventually for mm. Ragnarok because perhaps there's some things in those games that tie to Ragnarok, right? I mean, you know what I'm saying? That's 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 tinfoil cat tinfoil cat tinfoil hat <laughs> <laughs> tinfoil cat you're the first. Uh probably not, but you know, just 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 wondering if like that's what they'll be doing, right? Like I'm I'm curious like you know if we're gonna see some like the OG Metal Gear Solid Three get added to premium and and Game Pass, right? Mm-hmm. When we have the remake, if that's real, come out, right? Like, will they <laughs> try to line up that synergy and try to do that? I'm I'm curious, but yeah, I have a feeling in the case of like God of War, I could totally see Sony being like, all right, let's remove that so that there's artificial scarcity for when we do put these on the service natively. Um, mm. The thing that makes me shaky about that is, all right, great, I can play it on native hardware. And the, the God of War games are, they they are built around one stick, so it's not too bad to play that on nat- on a PS5 controller. Yeah. But we already see how little effort they're putting with the other PSP ports. Are you going to add trophies to this? Because I'm not playing this thing again. Oh, they they better, bro. They better. They be- Wait, yeah. has there been an example of a first-party game from PSP that doesn't have trophies yet both my neither of them have trophies uh echo no Pro, no trophies and oh, uh shit. damn yeah super is that first party uh yeah it is first party it was a oh, uh it was a ps3 and psp title uh it was like one of the like an x dev thing where it's kind of like the indie okay from places right yeah yeah i i remember playing echo chrome on psp but i was too dumb to figure it out <laughs> like, like i was i was just a i was a wee lad back in the day, wee lad did yeah. you have the psp go uh, oh i got it on my uh on my table here <sighs> displayed yeah i would kill to get a psp go again bro that was that was my psp like my parents got me the i think psp i think 2000 i don't think i had the 1000 version i had the 2000 but the psp go was the first console i ever bought with my own money you know what I'm saying? So that was like, wow, <laughs> that was my first, like, you know, console console. And then the Vita was the second and then onwards and all that. Yeah. It's but. funny you say that because the Vita is the first game console I ever bought with my own. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yes. Uh, I have the turntables. Um, actually, that might not be true. Did I buy a PS4 first? No, I, I bought the Vita first. I'm pretty not. Sure. Yeah. The Vita was um February. 20th 22 no february 20th 2011 okay no, yeah maybe it was 2012 it was five I, days before my birthday i know that for a fact and like i remember going <laughs> in and like getting it for my birthday you know the date if not the year so <laughs> i definitely know the day L- let me see the year for sure for i want to if it was 2012 or 11 either way that's like a good two or three years before i bought a ps4 so like it, it fits 2012 it fits. 2012 okay yeah 2012 and then the ps4 would come out november 2013 yeah 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 so yeah makes sense makes sense yeah because i had to i actually got a vita for christmas then it fell in a cooler during latin convention so no no (laughs) 
Yeah, that was all on me. But then I saved up for a couple of years at the job I was working and bought an orange one, which is the one I've still been rocking now. The um, the like um the one that has the LCD screen and not the yes. OLED one of those. Yeah, yeah, Japanese import. I got a blue one of the revamp beta, but then when they when when it became like very real in like you know 2017 2018 that the Vita's like actually dead like yeah. you know like <laughs> I was like oh man like I want an OG Vita so I went out and got a classic Vita but just oh, wow. to, just to have it just to have I respect it, that you know I respect that just gotta to get the OG hardware for the OG yes, game sir. system yes sir. But yeah, so so transitioning a little bit out of the PS3 catalog because there are some decent games on here. Like I said, go through here. If something seems interesting, jump into it. But there's not really too many like, oh, you really got to play this because you can play them better elsewhere. Um, oh, shout out Brink. I just saw that on here. Why is Brink on here? Anyway, um, <laughs> I will say we talked a little bit earlier about them removing a lot of PS3 games. I feel like they did that because they added so much more to the other side of the service, which is the extra tier. Um, all of the PS4 and slash PS5 games that they added. Um, there's there's so much more here, and I feel like the games that they added to extra are kind of what's filling the gap of those PS3 games. Because a big reason why I liked, quote-unquote, liked PS Now, very limp-like, I'll say, um, is because they had all these random trash that I like to try out just from the past. And they removed a lot of that random trash when they did this update, but then they added it back with a lot of the extra titles. So um, just to go through here real quick while I look through the extra stuff, like some of the stuff I already talked about here, Balan Wonderworld, that's exactly the type of game where I wanted to try it, but didn't want to buy it. <laughs> Same thing for Bee Simulator, where I guarantee you, I've seen it on sale for like $3 months and months ago. Um, several times, actually, throughout the history of my existence. But I didn't try it until it was freely available to me. Um, so yeah, just looking at the catalog here. Uh, there's there a lot any... of good on actually. There's a lot of good. Yeah, I mean, there's... There's a lot of stuff on here to the point where because I feel like back in the day with PlayStation now, they would have a really quick burst of like, hey, we really want y'all to care about PlayStation now. So we're going to put Uncharted 4 on here. We're going to put a uh, what is it? Grand Theft Auto 5 on here. We're going to put God of or all these games, all like the big titles. But it only lasted for a couple months. But with this new revamp, they're like, nah, we have Spider-Man on here. It's not leaving. We have Valhalla on here. It's not leaving. Demon Souls, Ghost of Tsushima. Like, there are some bangers on here. Definitely. definitely. And, and there's, you know, like, things like Tetris Connected. I mean, um, Tetris Effect ah, as yeah. well on there. Uh, ha like, I, I haven't played that, but I know a lot of people love that game for sure. Um, there's a few I want to shout out. I want to give a huge, huge shout out. Huge shout out to my boy, Returnal. Yes, sir. Definitely go play that joint. Please do play Returnal. Really great on there. Also, Red Dead Two. You know, yeah, like, like, um, I've, I'm, I'm definitely of the mind that, like, you know, when someone asks me, like, hey, which tier should I subscribe to? Like, if I want to upgrade my plus tier, I always tell them honestly, I would go and recommend extra for the average person, right? Like, I feel like yep. this is gonna be the most bang for your buck. It's gonna be modern titles, right? And like, if you're one that like, I just know my friends, right? That that just play COD and 2K, right? And they're very casual about games. Um, one of them actually got a console, uh, uh, like last week, 
uh, oh, fresh wow. new PlayStation Five, and he was looking to, he was looking through, he was looking through the Plus catalog and wanted to upgrade, and that's why I'm just get extra, right? Because like you know, I know like the average person, right, is not gonna really want to go back and play like Echo Chrome. Right. Or, you know, play like Simon Filter. Right. And like that's just how that goes. Right. And like the premium tier is for us that, you know, care about that old legacy software when it pops up. Right. But I'd say definitely the average person definitely should go for extra. There's a ton of good stuff here. You got Batman. You got Days. I mean, you know, Days Gone's questionable, but, you know, <laughs> Days, Days Gone, Gone is fine. It's Days Gone. Days Gone is a game that it. didn't need to exist, but it's fine. <laughs> I, I have long said that Days Gone is a flat 8 out of 10. The most 8 out of 10, 80%, the most, you know, B you could ever be. You know what I'm saying? Like, like that's that's what they say. Not bad, but it is what it is. It, um, it has the vibe of, like, a C's dick get degrees ass video. Abs, yes, sir. Yes, and sir. I, can, I can respect it because sometimes people, hey, you can write a really good C essay sometimes, and it's really interesting to read. But you got to be in the mindset for it. <laughs> some sometimes some C's be hitting. You know what I'm saying? Definitely be hitting. There's, <laughs> sure. there's there's Hollow Knight Void Heart as well. If you want, you know, to get ready for the sequel as well. Uh one of my favorites, please tell me you have played this, please. Ghost Runner. I I love Ghost Runner. You Ghost Runners, Ghost Runners that game, I promise you. Let me tell you, I was literally watching your video, uh, the one that you did with uh Christian about oh, thank about you. PlayStation. Yeah, yeah. I, I watch PlayStation Source. I thanks, bro. Thing. Thanks for you. Thanks for appreciating <laughs> yeah. it. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. No problem. Uh, I was watching that video and y'all were talking about Ghost Runner, and I thought back, I tried Ghost Runner for like a good I think I put like an hour or two into it, and it just it was too intense for me at the time. Um it's a lot of very quick reaction and it's a lot of like, oh, you messed it. Try again. You messed it. Try again. You missed it. Try again. And I wasn't quite in the mood for that at the time. and I just haven't come back to it. It is a game on paper I should like as Mr. Titanfall 2. I should like the fast movement game. Oh, hell um, yeah. But I don't know. One of these days I'm coming around. Then again, I like Titanfall 2. I didn't get that gauntlet trophy until like four years later. <laughs> so. Mm, mm. So, yeah, we'll see about that. But it is a great game. Something I would also stand by a recommendation on. Shout out to uh, Messenger. Celeste is on here as well. Some of them really big indie games. Big fan of those. Oh, yeah. Also, you mentioned you had never played uh, the original Final Fantasy VII, right? Now, this version that's on Extra is the PS4 version. So this has things like God Mode and um, Triple Speed. So it makes it a lot more playable. I'm telling you, like, like if you just go in to this and you just want the story, you can always have God Mode on for combat. So they're always one hit. You, you'll just do combat and you'll just go through the story, whatever. And it'll be triple speed as well. And you can turn off random encounters. So the game ah. just, yeah. So it, you, like, I know that sounds like, oh, you're not, you know, playing the original is intent, but like, I'm telling you, like, this is the way to play it. Like, I'm telling you, like, it's 2022. If you just want the story, definitely play it like that for sure. You know what? I would download that right now based off of just you saying that. Swear, swear, it's it's a cool 21, 22-hour game. Okay. Not a few A few sittings, just get the story. You're going to love it. You're going to love it. I'll yes, investigate. I, that's yes, downloading sir. in the background now. But um, yeah, I will say this. You mentioning Final Fantasy VII actually brings up a little bit of a nitpick. And I know uh, Barrett Courtney over at Kind of Funny was really losing his mind about this. But 
um, it's starting to get to me too. So we talked about the premium selection and the extra selection. Premium is meant to be all the classic games. So your PS2 games, your PS3 games, your PS1, all the... Why is Final Fantasy VII in the extra tier and not the premium tier if it's supposed to be a, re a remaster of an old game? Because a lot of the remasters are a lot behind premium. You know, Last of Us remastered, a lot behind premium. Um, let me see what the rest of them... Oh, that's yeah. a good option. Yeah, Mafia 2 Definitive Edition and Mafia 1 Definitive Edition, a lot behind premium. Borderlands Handsome Collection, premium. I don't understand. Oh, that's a really good point. That's a really... Actually, that's an excellent point. I didn't even... Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah that, I, that doesn't yeah. make sense. Yeah, I didn't pick up on it either until, like, Barrett made a big deal about it. And I thought, okay, it's just one or two things that are a little bit weird like that. But no, the Batman Return to Arkham Collection premium that's in the classic classics catalog um oh. what was the other one i just saw i just saw crisis crisis remastered heavy rain we have bioshock yeah jack and daxter uh the entire series locked into premium and that's what makes it weird because you you want to say all right go ahead and get extra extra is going to be the thing that covers you and i still think that is the case i still think a normal person if you want to get into the playstation plus ecosystem extra is the way to go you're going to get the access to the most for the most money I feel like they just arbitrarily locked a bunch of PlayStation 4 games behind premium for no real justifiable reason. I mean, the entire Bioshock collection is in the classics catalog. Like, what? Bulletstorm the remaster is here? Like, come on. What are we doing? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, okay. Damn. I did not even notice. Yeah. No, that's a, why is Beyond Two Souls here? Yeah. That's another one. Where, <laughs> what? Like, that's, it, is that, is that, is that even a remaster? Yeah, I mean, Beyond Two Souls, it was a PS3 game first, so it, it was remastered alongside Heavy Rain. Oh, shit, it was. Oh, shit, okay, okay. Oh, yeah, that's right. It was PS3. My bad, my bad, Yeah, my bad. but at the same time, it's like, how arbitrary are we getting with these remasters and remakes? Because, like, a lot of these should just be thrown into the extra category because they're just PS4 games at this point. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. I, mm, like, I, I guess if I'm squinting right, I get where they're going with it. Right, if like it was a generation before, like if, yeah, yeah, like if it was like, yeah, that's, yeah, that's that that <laughs> that's that's how you explain yeah. that, right, 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 yeah. If it's if it's a generation b before the PS4 and it gets brought to the PS4, it's considered a remaster in the classic catalog. But no, nah, yeah, that's not, yeah, no, that's not, that's not, that's not hidden. Yeah, That's, the thing yeah, is, no. the rule makes sense. They're just not sticking with the rule consistently because they want to pick and choose. Like, oh, we need stuff to be appealing in the extra category, so let's let's give them the Final Fantasy VII original, not the remake. Let's let's give them that in there, so you know more people can play that. And they'll just pick and choose games here or there. But it's like, like I want to say, oh, if you have this, go ahead and play all the Dark Siders games because Dark Siders one, two, three, and Genesis are all on PlayStation Plus. But one and two are a lot behind classics. So if oh, you only have a problem. Oh, yeah, it is a problem. So if you only have <laughs> if you only problem. have extra, you can only play three in Genesis and that's it. So huh. I, yeah. it, it just makes this whole system a little bit messy for no reason. Yo, that really throws a whole wrench in the extra should be the tier. Because you're I mean, if if you do invest in extra, like you're bound to be in the middle of a series that you're playing through and the third you know the third game is on premium mm -hmm. yeah okay that's that's odd that's odd okay 
I will give I will sprinkle a little devil's devil kit. Wow. Devil's advocate here. (laughs) Here's your devil kit. I don't know. Um, I will say that if you do end up buying extra, you're getting access to the more recent games. And since you're getting those, you know, for quote unquote free, it won't be as expensive to go back even further and buy the old ones if you do get interested and want to play it in reverse. But this just encourages people to be playing these games. Like, here's another one. Here's another one that's weird. Gravity Rush. We talked about Vita not getting enough love. Gravity Rush is in the classics catalog, but Gravity Rush 2 is an extra. Oh, that's fucking whack. Yeah. That's actually really whack. <laughs> yeah, weird. That's, like, that's weird. That yeah, is I, weird. It's like, I get what they're trying to do. I don't like that this is how they're doing it. <laughs> Like, yeah, have a clear distinction or, you know, here's what I think they should do, because I really do think they only did this to make premium feel more appealing. But what even what we've been doing for half this show, what people are going to do is say, okay, so all the premium is, is a couple PlayStation 2 games, a couple PS1 games, a couple PSP games. I don't care about those. so I'm going extra, not realizing they're locking themselves out of Kingdoms of Amalur Reckoning. They're locking themselves out of Loco Roco 1 and 2. Like they're locking themselves out of a lot more than just that. Like the Metro series, they can only play Last Light and Redux if they have classics. So it's like people are going to lock themselves out of more than they expect just because it's been signposted as being, oh, yeah, you don't have to worry about that, blah, blah, blah. When really there's reason to worry about it. Right, right, right. So, yeah. Hmm. Like, yeah. I mean, I, I said that, but you're right. Why is FF7, like, I get it's a PS4 iteration of that game. Like, I get it. How is that not a classic? <laughs> because it's probably more appealing to people in extra. Or actually, I better yet, I bet it, it could even be like a Square Enix thing where they're like, yeah, give them access to the original one so that they'll pay the 70 bucks to get the remaster and then they'll get tied into that whole series and then they'll pay 70 for the sequel and then Crisis Core, all that good stuff. That's fair. I, That's fair. I could totally see that. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. I'm gonna. Stuff. Oh man, I want to see what this Phineas and Ferb PS3 game's about. I'm just scrolling through. Hold up, where's uh, that? It's in <laughs> the. It's, it's in classics. It's PS3 streaming Phineas and Ferb across the two, the second dimension. Game I, of the year. Hold up. Let me see this. <laughs> oh shit! Here we go. Here we go. I see that. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm across about to, the second dimension. I'm about to go into demon time after we're done recording, but. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, uh, so yeah, that's my little beef there. Like like we said, there's still great games on here, but it's just muddied how you can categorize like, all right, what do I have access to? What don't I have access to? Why isn't Red Faction Guerrilla available and extra? It's weird stuff like that. But um, overall, just to kind of bring us back around to the thing. Um, so what do we feel about the service in general? We've talked about some of the benefits, some of the games we'd recommend um what do we feel about it in general compared to stuff like game pass and you know other things like that yeah um overall right like i i obviously think that like you know it's 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 kind of it's kind of not going to compare with game pass because it's missing that first party day and date right Mm -hmm. and while game pass for the xbox ecosystem feels like almost like a tool, almost like a utility in a lot of ways. Like if you are a fan of Xbox first party games and to be able to get those day one, right? It feels more of like 
like it feels more of like a like a like when you pay your service on your phone, right? Like it's something that's that that that's uh, like very essential and like required in like a lot of ways. Obviously, not one hundred percent required, but um, it feels a little bit more like that. As opposed to this, feels more like a supplementary type of way to go about a subscription service. Um, and you know they they do expect you to you know go out and buy Ragnarok Day One seventy dollars, right? Um, but hey, if you you know are have an interest in Ragnarok, you can check out God of War on the PlayStation Plus collection or um, something that will actually be in the catalog. Like, let me see. Like, uh, leading, leading up to Spider-Man 2, right? Like, you can play Spider-Man and Miles Morales up until Spider-Man 2 drops and you pay 70 for it, right? So I just think that they're taking both services in two different ways, right? Because, you know, we know that PlayStation is the most important part of Sony Corporation, right? As opposed to Microsoft, where Xbox is a very small thing and, like, they can, quote-unquote, bleed money. As opposed to PlayStation, where they don't have that luxury, right? Like, they they kind of need and, you know, have been very vocal in saying that they want to uh, further invest in first party off of the sales of first party games, right? And sure. us actually buying the games, right? So they're just going about it different ways, and I feel like, the PlayStation Plus tiers are more of a supplementary type of service as opposed to Game Pass, which is more looking and feeling like a tool and utility. Um, and I think that both approaches are very interesting on the plus side of things, right, where I definitely am over here on this side. Um, I, I, I think we're at a good start, right? I think that this is a start that I think I would call a pretty good start. I don't think it's... Um, uh, you know, there's obviously problems with the service, right? And like things that don't make sense, like we just pointed out here with the discrepancies between the premium and extra tiers and where games are at. Um, I think that overall that like this this service on, you know, month one has a lot of promise. And I'm, I'm very much going to be looking into what is the cadence and what is the quality of updates that we have? They have been vocal and said, hey, we're going to get two updates. We're going to get the essential tier at the top of the month that we always get, PS Plus games every month uh, that that, we're, that we are used to. And then we are going to get a mid-month update for the premium and extra tiers. Right, that are specific for those tiers, right? So those are going to cover the you know PS3, PS1, PS2, and the more higher end PS4, PS5 games as well, right? So I just really am looking for the quality of updates that are apparent, and I'm curious to see like you know if we will see the essential tier kind of become the Xbox games with gold, where those are, like, laughably bad. You know what I'm saying? And, like, everyone knows it, right? Um, but, you know, if, like, that's going to be, like, a real shame if that ends up happening to it. We're just going to see how that all balances up. Maybe they do a little bit more of, like, hey, you know, this month Essential gets the, you know, real cream of the crop. We'll switch over to premium and extra for next month or whatever. Um, but there's also... Uh, like a really cool promise with having things like Stray this month in July on July 19th um, yep. being available on Extra and Premium like like that's those are the day and day games that I think are going to be shining in this service right like it's going to be the Kane and Bridge of Spirits sequel right it's going to be the Sifu sequels of those like, like, like those big second party games I think are going to really do well on the service and that's what I think is going to be the main day and date boon that while we won't get it for first party games for sure um 
I wouldn't be shocked if like we get some of the you know live service offerings of some sort or maybe some sort of bonuses if you have extra or premium right and like see how that works out you know but not having the single player like very much high budget you know the 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 god of wars the last of us etc like like those key mark titles right while we may not ever see those day and date i'm curious to see what they do with those second party games and games of service when those start dropping too so overall like i think we're at a good start here day one not perfect right but um i'm curious to see how it all grows and evolves for sure so yeah i i i reflect a lot of your sentiments as well i i will say you know yeah, they're not going to put the first party stuff on there at start because I didn't realize until this whole PlayStation Plus conversation started, like way back when this was getting rumored. PlayStation really makes most of their money off of the first like two months of sales. It's a yep. lot like movies um, where the box office is so important for a movie where the first couple months of Last of Us Part 2 sales, that's the bulk of their money. And then it goes to 20 bucks within six months of release. So it's like, yeah, they really need to make up that money. So putting it day one just wouldn't make too much sense because that's how they make all their money. But I do like, like I said, or I maybe like you said, like we said, um, I like where they're starting. I, mm, the thing that I am very interested to see is what type of games get put onto PlayStation Essential versus PlayStation Extra because um, your concern about this turning into games for gold and just the games being trash that no one cares about um, or not even trash, just games that no one cares about. Um, that could happen, but I think we have a while to figure that out because I feel like there's still going to be a couple deals for the next couple months that were set in stone what Essential was the only tier. Uh, so give it another year. We'll see if the Essential tier still holds up. But I think it's going to hold up because I feel like Essential is great for... All right, so... We just came out with Knockout City. We want a big player base. So even though Knockout City is free to play now, it was on PlayStation Plus a couple months ago. Um, so that's a good way to get, not only to get a player base right now, but even when it rotates to the next game, you have that as long as you have a subscription. So that's a bunch of different players that you just got for the first time, and they're going to stick with the game as it updates. Same thing for Arcade Again. That's about the release uh, next week. Yep. Um that's a multiplayer game. There's going to be more updates as it goes through launch. So that's going to be a great deal for people. I feel like Stray is a perfect game for the extra slash premium tier, even though it is just an extra. Um, because that you play that once and you're good. Like, I don't think people are going to be out here replaying Stray 14 times. Um, I, I don't think there's going to be a crazy, massive gameplay loop there. Um, and you play it, and then it leaves the service in, I don't know, maybe three to three months to a year. And then that's pretty much it. You have your memory, and that's all. Uh, I think those games are going to really find a home here on Extra, and I really do think those are the games that I would recommend the most. A lot of the things we've been talking about here are games like, like you were talking about Resistance 3. That's like a weekend and a half. <laughs> or actually, not even a weekend. That's just a weekend. Um, you could beat that in like a day and a half, really. Uh, so, yeah, these shorter, smaller experiences that you can run through very quickly. I think that's what the extra and premium tiers are going to be good for. When it comes to the multiplayer stuff, you probably noticed we haven't been sitting here like, oh, man, y'all should really play Battlefield that's on here because Battlefield isn't on here. Um, actually, before I say that, let me make sure. Because <laughs> yeah, I don't, not I don't think it is. I don't I don't think it is. I feel like it. I feel like we would have definitely called it out. Yeah, I know Killzone is Killzone is on that. Yeah, but once again, that's another one they took out. Killzone two and three, you can no longer stream. 
Um, but they had they do have uh kill zone shadowfall and intercept, which is the DLC for Shadowfall. Um, those are on here, but not the other stuff. Uh let me see. So battlefield. Shoot, Here's I didn't one. realize that they didn't have the kills on one. Oh man, I was gonna play through those. Damn yeah. it. It sucked because we've been uh, sitting here like uh Killzone shit. Liberation, bring back that PSP game. Yes, sir. And it's like, what good is that gonna be if we can't access the rest of the franchise? So yeah. what's the no, what's no, you know what? Oh bro, listen, man. Did you play Kills on Mercenary on Vita? I did. Bro, that <laughs> game is a 10 up. That game is a banger. That, that game is great. I need that on this earth. I need that. That <laughs> game is fire. Oh, I need that. I need uh, we that. need Sony to get off their... Well, I ain't going to say get off their ass because they're doing <laughs> stuff. It's not doing what we want. Yeah. Now, Resistance Burning Skies on Vita, they can they can oh. keep that. No, they can... They can uh, they I have keep... the Platinum in that game, actually. What? <laughs> yes. Oh, no. I have, I have aggressive memories because I the only reason I picked it up because it was one of those games where I was just thirsting for a shooter on Vita. I hear you. I hear you. And I didn't want to pay the premium never going on sale price of the Call of Duty game that was terrible. So I saw Resistance Burning Skies. It was five bucks, downloaded it on Vita. I was literally going to RTX for the first time. And I played it my entire ride there. And I remember in the middle of RTX, I like at some point we were done for the done for the day where everyone was chilling out i'm over here on the couch trying to like play a multiplayer match with a guy just for the last trophy <laughs> oh man oh, oh man man yeah i, I individual yeah i put through that game story and i like very vividly remember looking off into a burning san francisco golden gate bridge right yep. i'm looking over the water and i'm like damn this is not as great as what to me, <laughs> like you know what I'm saying. Like it looked like, like oh, it was man. made by Game Loft. <laughs> yeah, like it, like it looked bad for like a Vita game. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like, as opposed to Kills of Mercenary, which looked incredible for exactly. a Vita game. You know, yeah. It'd be like that. Shout, shout out to Niantic. I know a lot of that. Yes, sir. You had no dev time to be able to crank something out that was good, but oh boy, shout that out to them. Shout out to them. Better. Also, shout out to Freedom Wars. I would love to see that come the premium too. oh yeah free fan freedom was free, be a great one freedom wars yes sir Golly. yes sir freedom wars would hit hey if only freedom wars is one with not a lot of touchscreen stuff so That's maybe what I'm saying. they can do that if Fingers only they had a if only they had a vita collection shit god yeah. well give it a couple years i guarantee you that'll be a state of play pop for everybody oh vita's back oh we can play, I don't know. <laughs> we can play Valkyrie Profile. I don't know if that even came out on Vita. No, Miramasa Rebirth. That's the man. If if we get that someday, just know I'm taking shots on stream. Like I'm <laughs> I'm I'm going stupid on stream. If I oh, hear boy. the word Vita from PlayStation ever, I'm going crazy. <laughs> You'll be like, oh wait, I'm watching the uh I'm watching the Latin <laughs> version of the stream. They just said life. <laughs> All right. We'll out. <laughs> oh boy, that'd be hilarious. It'd be hilarious if Sony made a stream where they just speak in Latin the entire time because that language is dead. Anywho, <laughs> I didn't expect to be talking about Latin so much this episode, but um, that's our thought on PlayStation Plus. Good start, but we got to see where they go from here. Uh, honestly, I'm gonna keep it real. I'm definitely gonna still be playing around with this because I like just having access to a bunch of random games and then I play an hour of them and then move on. Um, I, I just like doing that. Though, what we're going to talk about in the next segment, the What We're Playing segment, 
I'm trying to get out of that habit. So uh, to go ahead and start us off, uh, well, actually, I actually pitched to you first for the PlayStation segment. So for this segment, I'll go ahead and kick us off real quick, and I'll talk about one of the games that I've been playing. And how we'll do this is we'll just go back and forth. I'll talk a little bit about one of my games, then you talk about one of yours, then me, then you. How, then how many do you have? Uh, I only have two. I keep it as a limit to two. Otherwise, we'll be here all day. Two. Okay, we're good. Yeah. We're good. All right. Yeah, so, yeah, we're good. All good in the hood then. Um, so, yeah, for one of the games that I've been playing, like I said, I've been trying to beat games a little bit more because I realized, oh, man, I, I just play a bunch of stuff and then walk away. Uh, so I'm trying to go back to Legend of K Anniversary. Have you ever heard of this game? <laughs> been, but I'm doing a Google search. Legend. Is it the letter K or K-A-Y? K-A-Y is correct. Um, for, for those of you listening, it is a remaster of a PlayStation 2 platformer from way back in the day. Um, I, I want to say it's a THQ Nordic joint, but if it isn't, it definitely has that smell to it. <laughs> like, it's just one of those, like, oh, this is a solid double-A title. Um, not even going to say low budget, because, like, the game looks nice enough, but it's a PS2 remaster at the end of the day. So Indeed, it is. A THQ Nordic joint. Yes, sir. Yep. You were, you were spot on. Yes, sir. I was right on the money. Yes, like they, yes, sir. They are after my cheap loving heart. Um, but, <laughs> but yeah, I, I've been going back to it because I just remember having fond thoughts. As I've been playing all these mediocre games on PlayStation Plus, I've been like, man, whatever happened to Legend of K? And then I went back to it, booted up my save. Turns out I never beat it. I was uh, three levels away from the ending. So I was playing a little bit more of it, and it's basically, like I said, it's a platformer. It is the vibe of Kung Fu Panda, but like a little bit outdated. And when I say outdated, I mean Kung Fu Panda was like, you know, is it Eastern Asian? I'm not even sure what the thing is. Like, you know, the Kung Fu movies and all that stuff it has that type of vibe. Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon energy um you know you're playing as a talking cat all the all the characters are animals there's a whole city where everyone's a panda there's a whole city where everyone's a frog the thing that's fucked up though which i didn't realize it when i first played it back in the day but now i'm older coming back to it after like four years or something the accents in this game are rough <laughs> really like because like i think they're trying to have like different regions that you're going to like your world traveling and so all the pandas, the panda area is supposed to be like, this is the equivalent of like a China or something. All the pandas have like aggressive Chinese accents that are like skirting the line of being offensive. <laughs> it's like, like they don't even mean to because it's, it's supposed to be like a children's game where it's supposed to be nice and whimsical and stuff. And in 2000, whenever this game came out, probably like 2003, 2002, it probably, you could probably look at it and not thinking anything of it. But in 2022, nah. <laughs> Those accents, like, it wasn't even the panda thing. I was like, all right, so this whole game kind of has, like, a, a, that type of vibe. So I thought it was just the pandas that were doing that because the whole game was like that. Then I got to the beach level, which is where I'm at now. And it's supposed to be, like, a Jamaican Islander vibe. The frogs speak with, like, a bad Jamaican accent. <laughs> no, no. It is, no, like... No. I can't believe it. Like, I was like, oh, no, this is this is rough. Um, but as far as the gameplay goes, I mean, the gameplay's solid. Uh, Platforming's pretty fun. Got a nice little floaty double jump that I like. Uh, combat is very... It's kind of like Arkham combat, but, okay. like, 
okay. version 1.0 of Arkham Combat, where like they did not. This is like less iteration than they got to with Batman Arkham. Think like you're hitting people with a sword, people can block, and then you you're building up a combo meter, kind of like Arkham, and you can hit a button to like zoom to another character. Uh, and they actually use it a lot for platforming. Well, they'll just have these floating like like stone heads that you break and then you have to zoom between each stone head kind of like an arkham when you're like about to punch a guy from across the room and you just zip over there yeah 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 it's a lot like that um so it it feels solid it feels decent this is like you want to talk about an eight out of ten game like days gone (laughs) this is like this would have been an eight out of ten game back on the ps2 and with all the time on top of it it's probably not quite an eight out of 10 now, um, but I enjoy it. This is exactly the type of like comfort food, just actiony platformer that I like. Uh, the one complaint I have so far, well, besides the accents, um, I soft locked myself from beating the game. Oh, no, what happened? <laughs> um, long story short, you get onto this new island environment and there's the whole gimmick of this world is like there's a bunch of hidden walls so you have to have bombs in your inventory to blow down the wall so that you can you know progress to whatever's on the other side what i didn't realize is i went to the store clerk and the store clerk's like oh yeah usually i sell bombs but all the pandas on this island bought all my bombs so i don't have any to sell you and so i'm like okay all the pots outside had bombs in them but i broke all those pots because i i just break all the pots compulsively and then I said, okay, so the bombs should still be on the ground. I'll just go pick them up. All the bombs despawned. <laughs> oh, no. So oh, I'm like, no. there's no way for me to get more bombs. And that just broke my heart. So once I realized that, I'm like, well, I reverted back to an old save. I lost like a good 90 minutes of progress. But it'll be worth it because I do want to see this game to completion since I'm so close at this point. I'm literally on like the second last island. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to keep going back to it, keep playing it, and I'll probably beat it. If not this week, sometime next week, whenever I have time where I'm not tired or working on other stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's solid. It's solid. I I, I don't know. Are you like a uh, 3D platformer type person or do you even like dabble with the PS2 games at this point in time? No, um, I am. I am. Yeah. Like, it's just rare that, you know, I, I specifically go for one like the I'd say the last one, if you want to if you want to call it a platformer, which, which like I definitely would probably be Ratchet and Clank when I played through that whole game series a few a few years back um you know i'm not not i won't say not like one to one but i'd say very similar but um yeah you know i i mean like this 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 looks fun like it definitely looks like a competent game you know not like yeah. you know yeah it's very cool. competent i wouldn't sit here and say it's like doing anything super innovative but it's super competent absolutely absolutely it looks good looks good, looks good. it does look like kung fu panda Yes. Very similar, a very, very similar art style. Yeah. Yeah. Down to the music. The music has all the little like sound effects and whatnot that you'd hear from those types of movies. It's like, yeah, this is, it's just one of those. In fact, Kung Fu Panda probably took the style from Legend of K. Probably. (laughs) Yeah. But are we now allowed to say that, you know, the Arkham combat is derived from Legend of K, of course, you know, not the, not the first one to do it. Are we, are we allowed to say that? I don't know if I'd say that because at least (laughs) here's the thing. At least in an Arkham game, if someone if someone's blocking your hits, you have an obvious solution on how to break that block or how to get rid of their shield, anything like that. When someone's blocking you in Legend of K, there's no I don't know how to not get, how to get around their block. I just have to wait until they change their animation and then come swinging. 
but half the time that doesn't work because they'll just instantly go back to the block animation with no frames and it's like well what the fuck am i doing so i just got the hammer and now i'm just hammer is the strongest weapon in the game so i'm just like three shotting people so it's whatever yeah. <laughs> oh man but yeah oh. Man. Anywho, Legend of K anniversary. Uh, if it's if you see it on sale for super duper cheap, it's worth going back to. It's fun. It's cute. You like platformers? Check it out. But it ain't gonna save the world. <laughs> I'll say that it is right. not your savior, as a songwriter once said. <laughs> Anywho, what you've been up to? What you've been playing this week? Yeah, I I'll do one quickly because uh, I started this game, but definitely put it on the back burner for when I'm on the flights tomorrow when I'm on vacation. Uh, because the other game I'm playing was so good. Uh, but I started uh, Kingdom Hearts 3, 358 over two days. Uh, I bought a 2DS XL for $100 on GameStop. Shout out to Fat God Kid Deals, bless. I think it was. Or was it was it Nebelian? I forgot which one did it. It was, it was, I, it was, I bet it was Fat Kid. It was probably Fat It's usually always Fat Kids. Yo, shout out to Fat Kid Deals, man. What, what an account. Honestly, like a top three Twitter account of all time. Absolutely. But, um, yeah, I started that. Uh, this is actually going to be probably my first ever game on the DS that I beat front to back. Oh. I don't think I've ever done that before. You know, like I, I had a um, DS Lite back in the day. You know what I'm saying? Like I played Animal Crossing on it. I played um, Mario Kart on it a lot as well, right? Uh, and some games here and there, but I don't think I ever beat a game like front to back. And so this will this will definitely be the first time I do that. Um, so far, so good, right? Like I know you don't know anything about Kingdom Hearts, so like I'll just kind of just keep it brief where um, it takes place um, uh, leading up into Kingdom Hearts 2. Um and that's pretty much the extent of my, what I know about its timeline. And, um, yeah, I'm like an hour and a half in or so. Um, pretty cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's 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 interesting because its frame rate is, like, really bad, right? Like, like it's it's definitely, like, sub-30 sub, sub 30 in combat. But um, I'm just impressed at how they were able to still get that Kingdom Hearts gameplay to work on the DS game, right? And, mm, and, and, and like, combat stuff. Yeah, yeah, like it's. I still find it like kind of impressive that they were able to just achieve that on the DS, right? Like, in spite of yes, like it does not run anywhere near sixty, duh. Um, it doesn't look as great, duh. Obviously, right? But like, you're still playing Kingdom Hearts. Like, they they achieve what you know they were doing and everything. So that's some really cool. Um, I've been like, there's no voice acting, so like I'm enjoying the writing and everything, and and the way you know, um, it's a little bit more like. <laughs> yeah yeah like like it's it's i'm just finding it nice to like you know play a game of this caliber you know what i'm saying uh that that isn't like the big budget you know crazy set pieces and stuff like that like it's cool that you know i'm i'm still enjoying a narrative from this um side of a game right and um yeah so that not not much to say about it, just because i'm only like an hour and a half in and i'll definitely put some more hours in tomorrow and uh, throughout the week when i'm on my flights and everything so yeah, okay. yeah. I, I'm not. I'm not bringing my Switch on this trip. I'm just. I'm just bringing my 2DS. Look at that. Wow. Look at you. I know. I know. I'm. I'm. Yeah. I'm. I'm gonna see how I really feel about it. Cause like this will. This will be the first time in a while. Like I'm. I'm not with any of like the modern hardware that I have for games. So we'll see. We'll see. But it should be fun. It should be fun. But yeah, that's. But I only played an hour and a half of that game because the next game I'll talk about was Thank just all in, your time. Oh yeah. <laughs> 
yeah, that that thing, that that thing. Good, but we'll we'll break it down. What's your uh, what's your next game, good sir? What oh no, I I really want to ask real quick because oh no, please go ahead, please. It depends on like if you don't mind me asking, where are you vacationing at? Because depending on right. where you're vacationing at, you might not have been able to even get away with bringing a switch. <laughs> so that's fair. I'm going to Miami. Oh, ooh, yeah, you're gonna get lit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, you already know. You already know. Yo, Fourth of July. You already know, man. You already know what's going on. You already know what's going Hell on. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm Wild actually seeing envy a... increasing. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I um, I uh, you know, met a female. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Hey. In the March, right? So uh, it just it just so happens that hey, whenever I meet a shorty that I'm interested in, they never are in my city. They're they're always in a different. <laughs> They're all. I've I've never found someone and dated someone in my own in my own city. It never happens. So uh, so it's a, yeah yeah. So you know, I I won't be playing the two DS. You know when when she's around, but uh, you know if I get some private time, you know, plane rides of course, especially you know I have a I have a five hour layover in Houston tomorrow, so I'll get some drinks. Oh, wow. And, and, and get, get on my 2DS at the bar. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. Turning up to dream drop distance. Or- yes, sir. <laughs> the the yeah. Houston airport has a very fine chilies. That's 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 where I'm going for. Oh, that's, that's, that's actually where, that's where wait, at. Houston. I've been there. I had a layover you, there. Yeah, you know that chilies like downstairs. Yes. Oh yeah. Bro, I ate something fire. there. Bro, fire chilies, bro. Fire yeah, chilies. That is that's a spot. Place. Holy shit. I that's never a spot right there. Literally, <laughs> I've been on a plane twice in my life. It's crazy. Really? That I've been there. Yeah. Literally, uh, we had a family vacation to Vegas and LA a long ass time ago when I was a child. And mm-hmm. then for uh, kind of funny prom, I flew down there. So <laughs> Oh, you went to prom, bro. I, I, I wanted to go, but like I was in college and like I I I, I just couldn't make it work like schedule you know wise, but I, yeah. I I was in college. I was recently just into working a job, but like, dude, I made it fucking work, and it, it ended up being good. I mean, I'm the prom prince at this point. Like, I got the yes, sash here on the wall. Like, that's so sick. Hey, I know for sure though, for sure, hundred percent. I'm going to the studio opening party. I'm not gonna miss that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Same. So same. if 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 you're the, if you're there, let's definitely link up. Yes, sir. Um, oh yeah. I'm God. definitely gonna be there. Definitely. You don't understand. I'm gonna have to have a fucking family reunion with all. Because the- <laughs> here's the thing: I went to prom, and then when was prom? 2017. Um, I don't. Th- I think I went to RTX in 2018, and that's it. I haven't been outside of this house since. <laughs> Damn, I've actually never gone to like any any con, any E3. Like I haven't gone to anything yet. I did do a kind of funny meet and greet when it went to Tempe. Arizona, because conveniently, uh, yeah. yeah, very conveniently, they chose the Portillos that was literally like a block down from me. Thank God. Um, so yeah, so I have been to that, but um, yeah, I'm definitely going to the studio opening party for sure. For yeah, sure. I'm, I'm gonna be there. Honestly, a not a big reason I took this job, but a good side effect of this new job that I have is, hey, I have enough money so that when something like that happens, I can actually go there. And they're really chill about taking time off. So I'm like, all right, well, if I put in the time and there's like 40 of us every day. So as long as they don't go under a certain number, it's like, I'm good. So, yeah, I'm very happy about that. So, yeah, can't wait until next year when all that stuff happens. Hopefully, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Uh, Also, happy birthday, Tim. I was about to call about. Happy birthday, Tim. Yeah, I forgot. 
Happy birthday to Tim Geddes. I was about to call him out and be like, whenever they're fucking done with the thing, but I'm like, nah, they're chill. They're good. <laughs> <It's> just... <laughs> oh, boy. But yeah, looking forward to that. But um, yeah, so Kingdom Hearts, still solid. I'm sure you, we'll hear a lot more about your Kingdom Hearts journey when it comes to the podcast, I'm sure. Yes, yeah. Uh, if you want to follow along, Unlocking Kingdom Hearts, stuff we go get in tune with that. Um, we're what this is our fourth game. Yeah, this is this is game number four out of like I think nine or ten, something like that. So we're gonna be going for the whole year. Great, but Google. uh, but yeah, yeah, you got time to catch up. Oh yeah, I keep forgetting every time I say "great googly moogly," it triggers my voice assistant. So I got to be careful of that. <laughs> Why does it trigger your voice? You do you have it set yeah, up I'm like that? Yeah, I'm an Android person, so whenever I say "Hey Google." Uh well I just did it in oh because my- googly oh I Google yeah. I see what you're saying okay I see what you're saying I see what you're saying yeah shout out to Maggie and the Ferocious Beast that's where I got that catchphrase from and I haven't stopped saying it since I was twelve <laughs> <laughs> so here I am a decade late or actually shit a decade and a half later good God I'm old anywho <laughs> speaking of being old uh this next game. I don't think it's going to get old because the more I play it, the more I'm enjoying it. Uh, Gunfire Reborn. Um, now, this one actually came up in the news somewhat recently. Have you seen anything about this game? I heard why I'm searching right now because I definitely heard something about that recently. Why I know. It's, went down with that? I can tell you exactly what you're thinking of. It's a uh, during the Xbox uh, showcase. It got announced coming to console on Game Pass. Um, it's been... I think it's on mobile. I think it's mobile and PC right now. And yeah. uh, it's a first-person shooter. And it's just a it's a roguelike first-person shooter. It's very fun. It's one of those games where it feels like it's just a, it's just ticking a bunch of check, check boxes rather than being like a piece of art. <laughs> if that right. No, like, I definitely feel you. Like it, it has a beautiful art style. It looks really nice. But it is like, think Borderlands, but not as grounded and without really much of a story it is you boot it up you have four player co-op and you can run through dungeons with your friends but it's like these very tight dungeons uh you get different weapons you know randomly generated loot and all this stuff so you're getting different weapons as you go through uh it kind of has like a not risk of rain what's the other one uh it's not at all like risk of rain but god okay oh legacy rogue legacy that's it rogue okay yeah Yeah. it it does a rogue legacy thing where there's like a skill tree where every time you're done with your run you get all your resources you can spend it in the skill tree to unlock like you know extra weapon damage or extra ultimate uh ability damage or stuff like that and then whatever you don't spend in that tree you can save to either they use the same currency for upgrading your character as they use for buying new characters and that same currency is also used where if you get knocked out in the middle of a match, you can use some of that currency to revive. So it's kind of an incentive to not die all the time, <laughs> uh, which I really think is cool. I really appreciate it. But yeah, first person shooter, there's no like aim down sight. So when I say it's like Borderlands, think of it if it was like all it was aim at aim by the hip all the time. Uh, and it's a very grounded shooter. You're not sitting here jumping around doing a bunch of like cool, crazy stunts. It's just you're on the ground and you're like using your grenades, your abilities. And it's just really solid. Like I forgot how good Gunfire Reborn was. I picked it up a while ago and was playing it. Um, I think someone talked about it on like the Giant Bombcast. And I was like, oh, let me check this out. 
came back to it today and god it's it's a blast uh i'm actually really excited i was trying to play some right before we started recording today and then my computer was just like how about i give you 10 percent of the frame rate you're used to so i was like all right well great um but yeah, Gunfire Reborn, I'm excited for people to play it on Game Pass because I think it is very solid. It is a really good, if you like roguelike loot games with a lot of progression, a lot of leveling up, a lot of like choosing your skills and whatnot, uh, this is going to be for you. I think this is going to be really good. I kind of want to try it on mobile now because, like I said, I had a minute there while I was playing them, but mobile games. So I have an appreciation for mobile games that I didn't before. Uh, so I want to see if it plays solidly with the controller there. So um, yeah, Gunfire Reborn. Great game. I it's really hard to explain because it's it's a game that's so similar to every other game. <laughs> right, right. I mean, it like I love Borderlands, right? So 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 any any comparison to Borderlands, I'm definitely at least intrigued by or interested in. And um it's looking cool. That's yeah. looking good. It feels like in the case of Borderlands, I still have a little bit of uh hanging guilt over my head because I haven't beat Borderlands 3. But for a game like Gunfire Reborn or even a lot of roguelikes like your Risk of Rains or your uh, Slay the Spires, those are games you come to just for the gameplay, just to get a quick hit. And you don't feel the temptation to come back for like story or anything. You're only right. coming back for the gameplay. Uh, Gunfire Reborn has great gameplay. I will definitely be coming back when I have an itch for that specific gameplay. But there's no narrative that I feel like, oh, I really need to go beat that. Nah, it's just when I'm not feeling the itch, I'm not feeling the itch. And then I don't play it, which I appreciate. I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. So, yeah. Have you, side note, sidebar, have you played Returnal? Uh, I have not played Returnal. Okay. Okay. People okay. keep telling me that oh, Returnal's so great. And as a Risk of Rain 2 person, everyone all up and down is like, oh, Risk of Rain 2 is so much like Returnal. And Risk of Rain 2, if I'm going to look up my top 100 games, I'm pretty sure it's like number six <laughs> in my top Damn. 100 games, which is like the highest possible praise I could give a game um well besides the other five above it but um yeah so i love risk of rain too i know i will i feel like i'm gonna like returnal but i just get intimidated by the whole bullet hellness of it i hear you i hear you i hear you i, hear you. But I, hear I will you. say though it, it's um the roguelike elements aren't turning me off to it at all because i talked about a game last week nightmare reaper it's a first person shooter that is almost structurally the exact same as returnal interesting it's this indie first-person shooter. Kind of looks like it's just like kind of 16-bit-ish, but uh, satisfying combat. But the way it's similar to Returnal is that each level is like its own level. Like it's level one, two, three, and then you're done with that stage, and then one, two, three, and then you're done with stage two. But each of those levels are randomly generated every time you get into it. So level one, if you die in level one, you wake up in like a psychiatric hospital because the entire game's like a dream. Um, yeah. And then you wake up in the hospital and then you go back to sleep and then you're back in level one, but it's completely different. The layout has changed. The weapons you find are different. Everything's randomly generated, but it's still structured where it's not, oh, I'm never going to get to the end of this because it's just run the slot machine of content and go. This is definitely more of a, oh, there's a story behind it. And that's what it seems like Returnal is from the outside looking in. That's what it seems like. Um, so yeah, I, I need to get around to Returnal and also just a heads up Risk of Rain 2 is actually number five on my top 100 games. So shout out to that. Risk of Rain, I actually haven't checked that, but yo, I feel like I should really check out Risk of Rain at this point. Oh my God. Risk of Rain 2. Yeah. Let me see. It's like, oh, I have Risk of Rain. Oh no. 25 on PS5 right now. Okay. It goes on sale. It goes on yeah. sale pretty often. So I picked it up. Um, I actually own Risk of Rain 2 
on every single platform it exists on um, because I'm crazy. And uh, it's actually on the Steam sale. You can probably pick it up now. Uh, it's very, it's very much so worth it. It's one of those games where every time I get in there, it's like a slot machine. Like you just get in there and you think, all right, I'm going to have a good run. Because the thing about Risk of Rain 2 is you can very easily get caught in a trance where, oh, I got this new ability and I got this new ability. And then this new ability stacks with the first ability. And yep. now I'm running faster than the Flash. I have 14 triple jumps. All my attacks explode whenever I hit an enemy. And then now they set off fire. And now I have an electric disc that just follows me and shocks people as I walk. You become incredibly powerful by the end of certain runs. But the game also scales with you to a point where... At one point, the game's going to be too hard. You will die in one hit unless you've been stacking enough abilities to get shield or to get regenerative health and all this stuff. So, right. yeah, it's very fun. Risk of Rain 2, I recommend to everybody. You should try it, too. <laughs> I added it to my wish list, but I saw Risk of Rain 1 as, like, a 2D, like, pixel art type of game. Like, would you recommend that, too? Like, do I need to play the first one to play the second one or not really? Or? Um, narratively, there isn't too much of a link. Some of the characters from Risk of Rain 2 are transferred over from Risk of Rain 1, but uh, they're completely different games. The first one, like you said, 2D side-scrolling, like, 8-bit-looking game. The yeah. second one is full 3D for third-person shooter um open environments open arenas four-player co-op like you don't need to go back i will say risk of rain one feels like a demake of risk of rain two. <laughs> oh, okay okay like, interesting okay yeah okay. similar you're getting a similar gameplay loop and a similar vibe and the art aesthetic and the music is similar but risk of rain two feels like what if we made i don't know what if we like took a ps1 game and made it on a ps5 and that type of jump in you know, of possibility. That's what right. it's it great to Yeah. It's very good. It's very good. Okay. Good to hear. Good to hear. Good to hear. Well, right. I talked about how I played only an hour and a half of uh, 358 over two days, right? Kingdom Hearts. Yes, and that's me. because I thought that I was going to be able to bounce between Kingdom Hearts 358 over two and Neon White. Right, I knew Switch. it was going to be Neon White. Everyone right. loves Neon White right yo, now. Yo, I thought I was going to be able to control myself. But Emmett, yo, Neon White put me <laughs> in a chokehold, pin me up against the wall. It was bad. It was bad. I, I became very addicted to this game. I just beat it this morning. And this game is fantastic. Ne Neon White is easily one of the best indie games of this year. One of my favorite games this year. It's definitely like in my top three so far. Like honestly, like, I put Horizon, I put Sifu, and I put um, Neon White in my top three this year so far. Um, this game is incredible, man. Like I, I, I oh man, let me tell you something. <laughs> let me tell you something, bro. Let me tell you something. Because when we first got marketing of this game, I thought it was going to be like a deck card building game. And I think a lot of people did thought that it, because they saw cards and they're like, hold on, like, is this going to be just like a deck building type of uh, like type of game? And it's definitely not what the cards act as are items, right? So to explain the gameplay, well, because the story, I don't want to, I don't want to say too much. Of, I don't want to say too much about the story, but the premise is that, you um you as someone that has lived like a very sinful life right um are are definitely in hell right but you're given the opportunity during the 12 days of judgment 
to get the opportunity to go up into heaven, defeat the demons that are invading heaven during this time, right? And that comes in the relay of, like, different missions. Like, they're very quick missions, right? So um, you're doing that, and then whoever is still standing at the end of the 12 days gets to stay in heaven for a year, right? Oh, and wow. you don't – yeah, so 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 that's what is the premise, right? And there's a lot more to that, and there's a lot more of, like, dialogue in that whole, in that whole story side, but – I I don't want to spoil it, but that's kind of like what what is the reason why you are going through these levels and defeating these demons. So the levels are meant to be completed in like sometimes thirty seconds, a minute, minute and a half, right? They're they're very quick levels because the game moves very quickly, right? And so what you have to do is you have to reach the end of the level, kill every demon in this level, but on the way, you're picking up these cards that represent a different weapon, right? So you'll get a blue card that is a sniper rifle, a red card that's a shotgun, you'll get a green card that's a SMG, yellow's a pistol, and um, there's a bunch of others. Purple's like a LMG type of gun as well, and um, the the... Those cards are used for not only having those weapons to kill demons, right? But you have another ability that's tied to each card that's tied to each card called a discard. And so when you discard a card, you lose that card entirely, but you get an ability for you discarding it. So to explain that, right? So like the yellow card, if you pick it up, it's a pistol, you shoot with R2. Um, and then to discard, you hit R1, but you have an extra jump, right? So you can, like, go off a cliff, jump, and then discard to get an even higher jump so that you can get to uh, get to another area in the level. Um, for the red card, it's like you shoot in the direction that you are aiming at, and you, like, do, like, this, like, really fast-moving force that kills demons in front of you when you're doing that um sure. for green it's like a ground pound type of thing so if you jump off a cliff and you discard your green card your um you will go down really fast and kill demons on there and so the levels are set up where like they're not randomized cards the cards are there for a specific reason and it's because the level wants you to okay here you're gonna put like we're gonna put this yellow card here so that you can double jump to this specific point in the level and it plays very linear once you understand what the cards do and the card placement will tell you kind of what you should be doing next and so oh, okay cool if there's a green card here at somewhere around here i i have to ground pound to continue and so it it's 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 really meant about learning the level and then becoming a master at that level and um getting a quicker and quicker time so the benefits to so the benefit of this game that one of like the biggest things that I'll give it a comment of is that it I think understands that like there is a very heavy like narrative to this game, right? But if you just want to play this game just for gameplay purposes and like just to play the levels, you can skip all of that. And, and you cannot care about any of that, right? And just keep it going. And so um I think while I didn't, I actually love the story in this game a lot but you can do that wow. if you want okay. to yeah yeah but like I, I just think that like that was a way that like 
they could serve both audiences, right? Because I know speedrunners are going to love this game and they're just going to just want to just get to the levels and just do that, right? And you you can do that if you don't want to care about the story. But so the terms of progression are like, so there are four ranks to get in a given level, right? So, so you can be a, a, a level on bronze, silver, gold, and then platinum, right? And what it does is every time you replay a level and you get a better score, it'll be like, okay, you beat this level in one minute, it's bronze. If you beat this level in 50 seconds, it's, um, you know, silver and so on and so forth, right? Yeah, and yeah. when you, so all you have to do is hit the gold tier, which is the second to last tier. And that will lower what's, what is called your neon rank. So you're up against a bunch of other different NPCs that are that are also from hell that are trying to win this uh, year in heaven, right? So um, you always you will always lower your neon rank on gold. That will be the best way for you to move forward, right? So and and doing the gold is uh, essentially like you get what the level is and like you didn't like take too long to make a decision, right? But what the game does is that it makes it easier and easier the better you understand the level by having your ghost appear on the silver tier. So now if you reach like the silver tier of a level, every time that you replay that level, the ghost of your fastest time will be visible to you as you're going through the level itself. So you can gauge, okay, like, am I beating my ghost? Am I not? Like, am I slipping behind so you're able to do that and then on the gold tier you unlock a hint so a hint in a level hmm. is it'll have like a little like orange um uh like like handprint right and it'll show yeah. you a hey like this is a way to shortcut the level so that way you can get a faster time so i love that like this game is able to have systems in it that serve both of those aspects where it has a bunch of skip stuff if you don't want to pay like if you don't want to you know have any story you don't have to or if you really want to you know master that times and really like be the fastest on the worldwide leaderboards you mm -hmm. you can use those hints to get the edge and like really just like lead you into like okay like this is how you cut your time down in this level um of this game there's I think a hundred levels, but you go through them very quickly. Like they're so how it's broken it up like is that they're only a couple minutes each. Yeah, yeah. They're like very, very, very quick levels. Like it's like 30 seconds, 45 seconds to like a minute and a half. The longest level in the game is like two minutes and like 30 seconds. Right. Oh, wow. Um, so it's breaking up each day you play through 10 levels back to back and then you have a bunch of story that's in between those days that really like flesh out the world and everything and then sometimes in the later days of the game like the later levels of the game you'll have it where um every fifth uh, mission in a day you'll have a little bit of story there as well um just because it just needs to there just needs to be more time in that story and everything but it's a great game. I highly recommend it. The The gameplay feels so tight. And like once you fully understand the level, it, it feels incredible. Like it's 100% worth your time. I played it on Switch. Um, it dipped here and there, but overall was definitely uh, closer to 60 frames than not. Um, I believe it's on PC as well. And I think Xbox, I think the only platform is not on is PlayStation. 
I I'm a, I'm I want to hold that. on the Xbox thing because I am almost certain it's just Switch and PC right now. It is. It is. Sorry. Yeah. It, it is. It is. Yep. Switch and PC, not on um, PlayStation or Xbox, but highly recommend this game on Switch. And also, if you have a PC, definitely go play it there. Um, it's great. It's a really, really, re- really, really great game. I think I beat the game in like seven, eight hours, something like that. Seven, eight hours. Mm-hmm. So not not too long either. Um, highly recommend this game. Highly recommend it. Okay. I, I really do need to give this a shot because once again, I'm Mr. Movement Shooter. I like a lot of yep. I like a lot of first person games and I like a lot of games where I can run around real fast. So guaranteed this- you will love this game. Guaranteed. The the thing that only makes me nervous about it is like besides the developer, the developer's great. Uh they made Donut County, so I know they can make a great game. Um, the thing that has me concerned is I've never played a game where the movement and the way you fight back are so directly intertwined in this way. Where once again, go back to Titanfall, I could run around and all that stuff, and that doesn't affect my ability to shoot back. Um, same thing for Doom. I can dash i can double jump all that stuff that doesn't affect my ability to move back neon white literally all those movement abilities are at the cost of your ability to shoot things so i'm like yeah but like nervous so they like they they play that into the levels design as well so like you're gonna have to make choices where and it's not really a choice like it's more like you're gonna have to know okay i have to shoot this guy first and then discard you know what i'm saying Mm. To because you have to kill all of the demons in the level, right? So it'll be it'll just the 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 game will definitely like 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 make sense once you play it more. And it's like, oh okay, like you're gonna know, ah, I should shoot this guy first and then discard to get to this higher point. And then this enemy when he when I ground pound him with this is gonna give me a blue card. Then I gotta boost over this way. But before I boost, I had to sniper this guy and this guy. Like, like it's definitely gonna make sense, and you're gonna be thinking in that way. And I love when games have that, where like you, like I just love it when like I play a game, and when I talk to someone that has played the game, we're talking like a different language because it's like, oh, <laughs> like you know, you had to shoot this guy, discard this, and then like do that. Like, like this game definitely has that. Like you're. Like it's not necessarily at the cost of it, right? You're you're just gonna know when you'll have to discard to do this movement ability before or after you have to shoot something. You know what I'm saying? Like it's 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 great. It's great. It's really mm-hmm. good. Yeah, I mean, it's not just you. I, I've heard a lot of people sing praises of this game, and th- I could see a pathway in which I get into this game, but just that that makes me nervous. And I'm actually surprised you're one of the because I've one of the criticisms I've heard about this game is that the narrative is hit or miss for people. Some people don't like the very tropey anime vibes of its story, but some people are all about that. Uh, it seems like you're definitely in the all about that camp. Yeah, yeah, definitely tropey anime vibes. Like not usually my thing, but I actually really, really I really enjoyed it here, and like I thought that like it had like a lot of good moments of you know story stuff in here um and also like a very very like biblical story that's like oh yeah yeah there's like like if you grew up like if you grew up like going to church like it's like huh i'm like shocked like they you know like like they're just making references to biblical figures and such yeah like there's yeah like because because you're because you're fighting in heaven right and like different stuff like that and like you're you know doing all those motions and everything and um 
uh, I just don't want to spoil it, but, but like there, there are aspects of God in this game. That's like, huh? Okay. Right. And like, and like they, they have some conversations in the game that, you know, are like, you know, what, what is more important really like forgiveness, like of your sins or like revenge against those that have sinned uh, like upon you. And there's like really interesting, like undertones and themes that like, I definitely picked up as someone that grew up in church and everything and stuff like that. Um, that was neat. Very, very, very neat game. I, I, I highly, highly recommend it. Definitely. I'd be shocked if this gets booed off my top five of the year for sure. Hmm. Wow. For sure. Very high praise. Um, yeah. I will have to get around to it, but yeah, it's on, um, it, it's on my metaphorical list of things I need to play. There's a lot of games I need to play this year. Cause I was I looking you, at bro. it. Um, I was looking at my list here and Nightmare Reaper is the last game I've played that came out this year. Before that, I literally think it was Horizon. <laughs> so Damn. yeah, I'm I'm not doing great when it comes to playing games from this year. I've beaten a handful of games, but like Sniper Elite 5, I was super excited about and then still haven't gotten around to it, even though it's on Game Pass. Uh, I want to try out that Shredder's Revenge game, even though I'm not really a Turtles person, but people are saying it's like a two hour game. So I'm like, yeah, why not? Let's run through it. Right. There's a lot of stuff, and now Neon White is on that list, and yeah, I, I can tell that I'm at least going to find it interesting if I don't outright love it. So, you know, once again, thanks for throwing your hat in the bucket for, or hat in the bucket, your name in the bucket, or name in the hat, um, to recommend the game. <laughs> I will definitely, definitely gotcha. be checking that out gotcha. soon. Gotcha. Whenever it's ready. Whenever it's ready, it's there for you. Definitely. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. And so from there, uh, as I go investigate my time for Neon White, uh, that's going to be more or less the end of the show. Uh, now, before we end, we're going to, of course, do our housekeeping. But yeah, that's the program, y'all. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching all that stuff. And about that housekeeping, let's go ahead and talk about just a few things that are going on this site. And then, of course, we'll pass it over to you. Big, I was about to say Big Kev Dog. Is that offensive? No, you <laughs> are you cool? But I just think like that's that's definitely Kevin Coelho. You know? Yeah, I can't, I can't. You know, I I just can't. I can't compare to the majestic Mr. Coelho. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, the Peruvian heartthrob. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> oh yes, boy. Sir. In that case, how about uh? I was gonna say Big Kev Dog again. I'm gonna think it's something. <laughs> long talking. I'm gonna think it's something. well, like so, you already so, have your uh, what is it? Uh, KVD. I'm saying it wrong. KVD. I mean, I have That's, TKD. People it. call me Papi Champu. People call me Cozy Conductor. I got, I got play. Uh, I want PlayStation Poppy, but I think there already is one, so I can't. Yeah, I can't. Yeah. I can't. I can't. You know, would, would you I, say Cozy Conductor? Yeah, I like that one a lot. I like <laughs> that one. Yeah, that was coined by Christian Joy Clicks as well. Uh, Hell he, yeah, uh, he uh, coined that a few years back, and I, and I, and I just had to keep it. Yeah, Cozy Conductor's great. Like, oh, man, I'd watch that Playhouse Disney show. (laughs) And they're with K's. They're with K's. Oh, even better. Yes. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So, yeah, from there, let's go ahead and talk about a couple things that are going on here on the site and, of course, going on with Kev here. Uh, First off, uh, some of the Steam Next Fest demos that we've been playing, we're starting to put those up on the YouTube channel. Uh, So by the time you're listening to this, a lot more will be up than what I have listed here. But right now, so far, we have Hellscreen, which is a indie game that I tried. I just played this with no commentary because I wasn't I didn't have too much to say about it. It's, it is what it is. It's basically one of your indie boomer shooter, first person shooters. 
but the gimmick is you can shoot behind you and you kind of have a rear view mirror the entire time to where you can see what's behind you and certain enemies can only be seen through the rearview mirror so that's very interesting very innovative uh it's a weird choice but it's also an interesting choice so if you want to see how that looks oh also the art style is great so if you want to see what that looks like hell screen demo gameplay that link is in the description below uh the let's play series that al has been doing uh vgu play star wars squadrons part five locating the starhawk uh shout out to starhawk my homie Emmett graves that's the boy um yeah, he, that one is also up on the channel, so you can go ahead and watch that. And I think we only have one or two episodes left in that Let's Play series, so uh, now is your time to go ahead and catch up with that Star Wars Squadrons Let's Play because it's about to reach its end. Uh, speaking of stuff from Al, uh, they also wrote up a, not quite a review, uh, they kind of refer to it as post-game thoughts with Al, uh, where they're talking about the quarry. Uh, and, you know, he... There are a lot of thoughts to have about the quarry. Uh, they didn't like all the endings, <laughs> it seemed like, because we re literally talked about this on the last episode. So uh, it's probably a little bit fresh for some people. But if you want to get deeper into spoiler about the quarry and just want to know what they thought about it, you can go ahead and check out that article there. Um, this next one is one that I put up, uh, Salako the steam next fest demo for Solaco and a test drive episode here uh i love this demo i really am excited for this one this is like my second favorite steam next fest demo i played uh right behind uh midnight fight express which that one's going up soon it might actually be up by the time you're listening to this so go ahead and check that out too but um yeah Solaco is awesome i enjoyed that game so much can't wait till it has controller support and if you want to see gameplay of that check out the youtube channel and then, of course, the YouTube channel of our guest here, PlayStation Source. If you want more specific PlayStation news, uh, you're definitely going to get more news from uh, than us from him. Uh, so, oh, wow, I kept my PS4 on or I kept my PS5 on and it just did the little voice trigger thing where it's like, you said PlayStation. Hi. Oh, uh, yeah. The Hey PlayStation or whatever it's called. Yeah. Yeah. exactly exactly i keep forgetting about that but um yeah uh go ahead and check out playstation source they're a good channel been watching their stuff for a hot minute uh and yeah kev you do great stuff over there so shout out to you and y'all are getting closer to 100k so i'd like to see that happen by the end of the year <laughs> yes sir yeah yeah i don't pay too much stock into the subs because uh this channel used to be uh you know destiny follower and then it was um playstation follower and now it's playstation source and most of the subs are from Destiny follower, right? So, like, I don't really even, you uh, know, I don't pay too much mind to those subs. Like, you know, not. You're in it for the passion. Yeah. yeah like, <laughs> like, 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 those are all just, you know, dead subs. So, like, you know, like, yeah, it is what yeah. it is. But, um, but no, thank you. Thank you for having me on, of course. Uh, definitely go check out Plagian Source. Um, you can get PS Plus Roundup we did this week talking a lot about the new InZone products from Sony that are the uh, um, two monitors and the three headsets. I definitely need that M9 monitor. I definitely want that real bad. Um, and as you cited uh, during the episode, we did a top 10 PS Plus Extra and Premium games you have to try out and play uh, with my boy Christian on there as well. Difficult check out that video. Um, it's a nice 32-minute video because we're like, hey, let's just treat it like a little like mini podcast type style. you know, And like, l l let's not like have it tied to, you know, being... 
a 10, 15 minute thing, whatever. So we just made it like a little podcast thing. Hope you guys enjoy that. Um, and yeah, we got God of War Ragnarok coming up. Um, I also do the uh, Road 2 podcast series. Uh, one of my favorite things I do in content uh, where it's a limited run podcast series where we lead it up towards the next big first party PlayStation release. And um, we, you know, facilitate that conversation that you would have with your friends about how you're excited for this up upcoming game. We talk about its previous installments, if it's a sequel to a series. We talk about everything that we know about the game leading up to release. And then upon release, we do our review spoiler cast to end off the series as well. We have Road to Part 1 for The Last of Us 1 remake. Definitely excited to do that. And, of course, Road to Ragnarok. Hopefully that drops this year. You know, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see, man. We'll see. You know um, what? At this point, I kind of want Ragnarok to not come out this year, so everyone is forced to play other games. That's fair. That's fair. Do you know what I want for Ragnarok? To come out this year. <laughs> I do, but I have a day in mind. You know what I'm saying? Ooh, Just, okay. I want I want them to swoop in and take 11-11 back. You know what I'm saying? Just, yo, Ooh. let's do it for the culture. I Look, I just think that'd be funny for the timeline. I think people would go crazy, you know. I just that think that'd be a be. that would be a fun day on Twitter, you know. Um, it would be a fun day whenever they announce that release date. They the rumor was they were going to announce it today. So today, I don't know. I don't know I what was, bro. I was up at five a.m. ready to go. I'm re <laughs> literally. I'm refreshing the blog, ready to get to work. Nothing happens, you know. You hate to see it. Hate to you see know it. what? We'll see which one gets announced first: the Bayonetta three release date or the Ragnarok release date. Yes, I'm sir. waiting for Bayonetta three over here. <laughs> oh man. man, hopefully, oh hopefully that comes out too, man. Yeah, fingers crossed. Sheesh. But um, well, I'll keep those fingers crossed even as we leave the podcast. So uh, yeah, thank you again for hopping on here with me. It's been a pleasure. Of course, thank you so much for having me. You know what I'm saying? I'm 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 I'm, I'm happy we we finally got to converse. You know what I'm saying? Because I've been following you on Twitter and everything. Uh, I actually know you from way back from kind of funny, like way, way back. You know what I'm saying? So it's cool that wow. finally got to meet and everything. Yeah, no, like I've I, I, like I've like definitely known of you since like probably 2016. Good God. What am I doing? Like, <laughs> like OK, <laughs> for sure. No, for dis- sure. Like, no disrespect. I'm very flattered. But like, you understand, I'm just a dude. So when people are like, oh, yeah, I've known of you for like six years. I'm like, what did I do? Hey, I just talk a lot on the internet. Hey, man, you say some good stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, say some good stuff. You know I'm saying <laughs> for sure, for sure, for sure. Yes, well, I, I appreciate that, and I'll continue saying good stuff, but you'll have to wait until next week to hear it, because for right now, <laughs> we're ending the show. Uh, I'm going to go get something to eat, because I realized same here. I, did, I did not eat lunch before we started recording, and it I, is now late. <laughs> I've had the same thoughts. I've had the same thoughts. I'm starving. So Excellent. I'm going to go definitely eat. Yes, sir. Yeah, so I'm going to go order some abachi and watch this video essay about the Chronicles of Riddick video game. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I'm going to talk to y'all later. Uh, I have been Emmett Watkins Jr., also known as DJ Spun 61 once again. Thank you, Chris. Or, wow, I was about to call you Christian. I almost got to the end and didn't do that. <laughs> Goddamn. Well, thank you, Kev, once again for hopping on. And as I always say, keep it real, keep it real. Play on, play up. Peace out, y'all.